That was the Partridge Family's Doesn't Somebody Want to Be Wanted, as K-Billy's Super Sounds of the 70s Weekend just keeps on trucking. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. Funny he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm John Lamoureux. And uh, that's right, guys. This is the this is the Rock Solid Hustle, is what you're listening to right now. John Lamoureux returning from uh, his last appearance. So how long ago? That was almost exactly two years. Two years and like one month. Wow. It was the day of the Oscars. It was the day that Moonlight... And, and uh, La La Land, that mm-hmm. mixed up the day Bill Paxton died oh, that boy. morning. Yeah, who, who, who was major? Who are we going to kill today? I don't know. <laughs> is uh, Adam Duritz around anywhere? Why is he on his deathbed? I, I just can't deal with you the Counting Crows. Like the my, counting listeners, crows. my listeners know this, that I'm not a fan of his, so uh, I joke about that sometimes. All right, well, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, John hosts the podcast called The Hustle. Mm-hmm. John, tell everyone... I think a lot of my listeners listen to you anyway. I think so, so too. but you, for the people that don't know about your podcast, let's let's hear it. Yeah, Sum it up so, for us. So uh, I started almost exactly four years ago, and I will tell you the the nature of the podcast. I think has evolved. Originally, it was to tell the stories that don't get told as often of artists that deserve more attention, and we still do that a lot. But we've I've been able to get decent guests, you know, yeah. and uh, so now I I look at it as just trying to kind of document for history stories of artists that we love or should know better that aren't already out there. Yeah. Yeah. But you have, you, you have a guest every week. We do every Tuesday. That's daunting (laughs) because we have a guest here. I don't know whenever we can get a guest, Yeah. but I mean to get like, like a real guest Mm -hmm. every week is daunting. It's not that daunting. If you consider, I talked to all these people on the phone. Okay. That's true. That's, that's what's different. When John has a guest, he, he can, his reach is infinite mm, as mm-hmm. long as they agree to do it. Right. Cause you've had, you've had guests on your show that I've tried to get cause I'll only do in person. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference is you get to talk to all these people. When I talk to them, mm-hmm. I actually then also meet them. Right. Which is cool. I know you kind of win in some ways a little bit, but then, <laughs> but like, but you're wearing a Holland Oates shirt and I've yeah, tried I wore to, that specifically for this. Yeah, and I've tried to get Holland. I've tried to get uh mm-hmm. well, Hall. I, I don't expect that that right. would ever happen, mm-hmm. but I tried to get Oates and, uh, and when he's in town, he's just here for so yeah. quickly. It's mm-hmm. to fit me in the schedule is mm-hmm. tough, but you, you got him and that was a great show. I did. Yeah. Thank you. I'd been trying to get Hall mm-hmm. for a while. And when Wolfson, those great people They're over at so Wolfson. so good over there. Yeah. So cool. Um, they were like, well, we probably can't get you Daryl, but what about John? And no offense to John, we're going to be talking about him a little bit later, but I didn't, I, I'm fine with that, but I didn't want them to think, well, if we give him John, he'll go away and right. then we've done our part and we don't have to think about Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. And my thinking was, if you're going to give me that as a consolation prize, I'd rather wait. I'm willing to hold out and talk to Daryl. Yeah. But then that was never going to happen. And And, so, but, but see, I don't think I could ever get Daryl. I still think maybe sometime you could, but mm -hmm. I bet you'd only get about 20 minutes from him. Yeah. Well, and I was exactly, I was lucky. I was only supposed to have 30 minutes with John and he liked me. So he he just kept talking, kept talking. And did you say like, Oh, we're at the 30 minute mark Mm -hmm. or did you just keep going? Uh, I said, 
I, I always, if there's a strict time uh, threshold or whatever, mm-hmm. I always tell them in the beginning, I'm going to try and keep to this, but if I miss it or we're talking, you remind me, yeah. you know what I mean? Which is really just an out for if I keep talking and you don't say anything, that's your fault, not yeah. my fault. Right. But um, yeah, in his case, I said, you don't need to go. And he said, no, we got a few more minutes. And my phone conked out a couple of times while we were talking. And so he had to call me back. Oh my God. So uh, he did like you. He did. Yeah. And he, it was, it was great. And next time they came through Denver, I got free tickets. And because I told you to contact mm-hmm, Wolfson. You did. And did uh, you know Wolfson, you know, Wolfson has the tubes, tubes. now. I already yes, contacted I him. I said, <laughs> I said, Hey, can I get tickets? And he's like, absolutely. Yeah. He goes, yeah. asking me closer to the show, but absolutely. Yeah. Were your seats good when you went? Um, yeah, they were. We were on like the fifth or sixth row, mm-hmm. but far side. But it was totally fine. It was fine. They got me, they've given me tickets for Hall it's like three or four times. And oh, the man. last time was at the Hollywood Bowl. They were the best seats I've ever had at the Hollywood Bowl. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, um, it, it was, it was yeah. ridiculous. We were, in, yeah. we were in like a garden box. It was neat. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see, uh, to go see the, uh, the tubes. And you had Fee on your show. I did. That's, I don't know if you ever listened to it. I tried to get you to because it's one of because our very best. The reason I didn't listen, I should listen now, but the reason I didn't listen mm-hmm. to it before it was because I hadn't talked to him right. yet. I do that a lot too. So I should do that. Totally understood. You would love it. It is incredible. It's did, outrageous. Did you listen to my Fee show? I did. And frankly, mine was better. <laughs> and why was that? Why do you think well, it was better? No, I mean, I'm pulling your leg, but it, for whatever reason, I caught him when he was just completely unfiltered mm-hmm. and he was telling stories that were unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, for whatever reason, I asked the right questions to take. You don't so much control fee way bill mm-hmm. as you sort of just try and put bumpers on him as he goes his own direction, yep. you know, and he went in a great direction. Well, I went to his I went to his house in Venice. Yeah, you win. Kyle yeah. was supposed to be there, but then Kyle got stuck at work. So here comes me lugging a suitcase full of all this equipment that you <laughs> right, see right here. Right. I had to set this up right. in his house. Yeah. And he had he's a minimalist. Mm-hmm. So his I don't know if his if his house is as big as the office that we're in right now, really? all t- square feet wise. Oh my gosh. The table we were sitting at was less than half of this table that we're at. So I was right in front of them. I've got, I've got a mixing board on the floor and a computer yeah. over, and it was just insane. And so, but then I was there for two and a half hours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he would have kept talking. I yeah, think, yeah. you know, it yeah. was, it was wild. It was amazing. And, um, we, we've started this year to do, a. I wanted to kind of keep in touch with some of our favorite guests. Mm-hmm. And so we bring them back on now to do what we call deep dives. Okay. So we just go deep on some album that they worked on, That's whether it's cool. the producer or a session musician or the artist themselves, track by track, stories behind it all. And um, we're going to bring him, Wolfson, you know, was like, yeah, anytime. Yeah, anytime. So uh, we're going to bring Fee back on. And one thing that's going to be good about this is that Fee and the Tubes never shared the episode that he was on with me, which bummed me out because it's, one of our very favorite and most popular. That's what sucks is when, yeah. I mean, look, if, if they tweet it and, and post it and share it, they're doing you and I a favor. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. But I mean, uh, but when they don't do it, it's, it's very it frustrating. It's it frustrating. Hurts. Yeah. Especially because you do a good job and I do a good job. Yeah. And it's frustrating when they, they don't see the value mm-hmm. in it. I agree. And I mean, I'm, I, and I always try to tell them, look, as a fan of yours, I would want to know if something like this was out there. Yeah. Try to kind of, you know, lay the groundwork. Yep. And uh, it doesn't always work. I'd say 
half the time they don't do it. I and know. It just Liber- my Liberty heart. didn't do anything. No, he didn't. And that was no. a great episode. That was one of our best too. Yeah, but you know, keep the again when people come to town, do not be afraid to contact their people mm-hmm. for tickets. I do. I do. Because that now. look, if they're not going to tweet it and post it, <laughs> yeah, get true. tickets. Get it's free true. tickets. No, it's worked pretty much every time. Yeah, yeah, it's going. It's going okay. It's a nice little perk. I should say. I don't know if anyone. I'm, I'm in Denver, which isn't like yeah. Booneyville. No, but it's not L.A. So that's yeah. that's the whole reason why I have to do this over the phone because it's not like. Yeah, you know, but I, you can also get people that are out of the country. Sure, I talk to everybody. Rupert yeah. Hine, he was out of the country. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. And that was a great episode. That was one of my favorites too. Uh, it sounds like all these are your favorites. I have a lot of favorites. You do a thing <laughs> on your show that cracks me up. Is you will when an artist is talking about something like. Like they'll say, oh, excuse me, John, I'm drinking a glass of water. You go, I love water. <laughs> like you love everything they say. And I'm always like, he couldn't love everything they're talking about. I, in fairness, I do. <laughs> now, look, I take a lot of heat for this. I love heat. <laughs> okay, let me, I, I've said this before. My listeners know this. I have a whole theory about this, Pat, okay? Mm-hmm. My thinking is, what constitutes an all-time favorite? What do you think deserves? Maybe the, and let's say it's the top 1%. Okay. Okay. All right. Think about how much music we consume. Hundreds of thousands of songs right. in our lifetime. Yes. If you take the top 1%, that's about a thousand songs. All right. Okay. So I get to say something's my <laughs> all-time favorite about a thousand times. <laughs> and that's I fair. Like, how many episodes have you done? About 250. And you've said it probably four times an episode. So you're done. <laughs> that's a thousand. You're done, John. Come on. Okay. Maybe. Uh, okay. For people that don't know, John is 6'8". You may know him best as he was one of the actors who played Bigfoot on The Six Million Dollar Man. Was, uh, Andre the Giant, Ted yeah. Cassidy, and John Lamar. Yeah. I was also Lurch in Lurch, the Adams Family. Lurch. Right. Uh, hey, now before we start today, I need, I'm going to walk over there. I forgot something over at the desk. I got to okay. go grab something. Okay. Go. But this doesn't get edited out. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try and uh, keep things entertained. I'm just walking and we're talking. Yep. We're talking. You're getting some CDs. Like it's this so much easier. Like that was what? 15 seconds? That I'm was not, great. I'm not going to edit that See, out. we would have edited that out. Yeah, I just, yeah. No. Added hours to our production time. So today's topic is soft sounds of the 70s. Mm-hmm. Last time you were here, it was hidden gems of the 80s. Yeah. That was our number one episode for a long, 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 long time. That blows my mind because and, half of those are me. I've downloaded it about 20,000 times. <laughs> and then, correct me if I'm wrong, after you were on our show and our listeners started listening to you, you got into the top 200 on iTunes. We did, yeah, we did. I don't you, want to say that's because of me, it's because of the listeners. No, it's because... They enjoyed you. Yeah, you're nice. It's because of you, and I will say I almost never look on there because we're never, hardly ever on there. And uh, so I should thank you, but you're also sort of hitting a bad nerve. <laughs> Because I feel like we're good. I feel like we deserve that. But we're not in yeah. there very I, I, you, Honestly, we could be. I never look. Do you? Uh, well, I look, and if I ever see it, I'll tell you. Yeah. Because I, I never looked either. And then a couple months ago, I started just to look for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. And then we were up there. I'm yeah. like, oh. And this isn't... And it was, it was just... An, I think it was an episode with just me and Kyle. Yeah. I'm like, that's weird. I know. So the next week, I checked again, and we were just... But it changes so quickly. Like you can be at number 133 yeah. and then you look an hour later and you're at 170. I know. Which is, which means if I would have checked four hours ago, were we at number 20? Maybe. I doubt it. But, right. um, but yeah, it changes so quickly. But Bottom it's, uh, line, it's unfair and it breaks my heart. And so you're kind of exposing like a raw nerve of mine right now. I just, I screen capture it as soon as I, I see it though. And I, I post it. I'm like, and I thank the listeners because yeah. that's, that's why. Yeah. All right. Before we start soft sounds of the seventies. 
um, we're going to do a first listen. Oh, we are. Okay. Yes. Fun. This is a, <clears throat> now this is trick. <laughs> you going to edit this out? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Because uh, first of all, I have to remember. Oh, at eleven minutes and thirty-seven seconds. Because I don't want to listen to this whole episode. That—that's how I do it. You would just write it down. I—I uh, I record I it, anything, and not. then like a few days before Tuesday, mm-hmm. I go back and listen, and I write down all the notes. Okay. You listen to your whole episode after you it record kinda, it. That's my least favorite thing about I all can't of do this. It. Because I'll listen, okay, I coughed here, mm-hmm. insert this song here, cut this part out. He wanted me to trim that up, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then I send it off to Yan, and Yan puts everything together and sends it out. And that's Yan Hammer from Sean and Hammer, exactly. the 80s band, in case you're wondering what he's up to now. <laughs> he is my producer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what if he was? He'd be a great, That would be dope. Be pretty great. Um, I've had people request him a lot. I need to go try and find him and see if I can get him on the show. Just try to get Neil Sean on the show. Yeah. Do you think he'd talk to me? Yes, I do. Really? I really do. Over the phone? Yes, I okay. absolutely do. Okay. I think that guy's got a ton to say. Yeah, I do too. And I think he would go. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally do that. You mentioned uh, Billy Squire recently. I've tried a million times to get yeah. Billy Squire on the show. Yeah, you ruined the Here and Now album for me. I, I wondered about that. Story about your friend and his big penis. <laughs> Just go listen to uh, what, what you were on someone else's show. Pods you and Sods. Pods and Sods. Yeah. And uh, with, uh, with Craig Smith. Uh, yeah, well, he's part well, he's of part of it, but it was with Eric uh, Eric, Miller Eric Miller and BJ Cramp from yes. uh, Rock and Roll. Right, we've been re- we've been kind of it's incestuous here. Yes, <laughs> it, it really is a community. Have you noticed this? It is we a all sort of know each other. Yep. Um, yeah, we've been doing each Billy Squire album, kind of like a deep dive. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the last one <laughs> reminded me of a story of hanging out with a buddy of mine when we were teenagers, and we In got out of the hot tub, and he we changed clothes as you do, no yeah. big deal. And I look over, and he's got a giant penis. And I texted you. I said, you're, you're 6'8". How does your friend have well, a giant penis? Well, every, uh, my okay, so that no one gets this confused, everybody would have felt like they like less of a man after Nick looking at guy. Jeremy Rogers' penis. I guarantee it. I got to be honest. I've seen that Tommy Lee video. I don't want a giant penis. <laughs> I, I want a penis that's adequate for the size person I am. I that do not want... Sense. I think that's where do you put that? What there's a lot. I where, have what no goes idea. on there? I have no idea. The Tommy Lee penis of, is ridiculous. It I, would be uncomfortable. It is, and I, I'd rather not it think is. about you it. Said it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. uh, here we go. So the album, the band is called Gout. 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 I've I've had gout a couple of times. Is that the, now? What is that like? Tell me what it's like. Well, I. I what do you get it from? Why do you get it? Well, it's supposedly called the King's Disease because it's been t- it's from taking in. Uh, acid, it, it, eating too much meat, okay. basically. All right. So back in the day when kings w- could slaughter whatever and eat, right. you know, eat big whatever. feasts. So if I've eaten, it's only ever happened to me twice. If I've had too much meat, then this pain shoots to your furthest appendage. So I always get it in the knuckle of my big toe, and it, uh, literally just a feather touching your toe hurts like wow. Dickens. I never want to get that. Yeah. But it, go, it lasts a couple of days and then it goes away. That sounds too much. Too much pain for me. Too, too much pain for two days. Uh, okay. So Gout, this is an EP. It's got six songs. Now, the thing about this is, uh, this is a friend of mine's band. Mm. The album's called Decency or Death. Do you like that cover? Yeah, that's fine. It's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when we say fine, it sounds dismissive, but it's, uh, it's, like, it's, not a, it's like a V-neck t-shirt that's got stripes on the sleeves and then a white... V-neck collar, and then yeah. just just stamped across the shirt. It says, it looks like the, decency or death. Yeah, it looks like the shirt you'd wear for your work softball league. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Good. I like it, though. And uh, so it's my friend Brad Wilhelm. Mm. So he sent this to me. Okay. And I said, we're probably going to do a Are first Are we allowed listen. to be honest? He said yes. He okay. said yeah. Okay. So 
I haven't listened to it. I swear to God, I haven't. <laughs> Find out. So I'm going to read you the song titles. I'm going to let you pick the first uh, song we'll listen to. Okay. We've got uh, Decency or Death, which is the you know, mm-hmm. title track. Mm-hmm. This is funny. The next song is called Bigfoot. <laughs> and I don't even know. Uh, she's Like a Motel. It's She's Like a, in parentheses, uh-huh. in, in parentheses and then Motel. Uh, Prodigal Girl, Apocalypse Tonight, and Strings. I like all the titles. Mm, mm. So what, what would you want to hear on that? Uh, that motel one is kind of awkwardly named. Let's see what that's about. She's like a motel. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Just off the highway That isn't used much anymore I pulled off to take a rest Where the neon frames the door Up at the front desk I asked for a clean room She said they had a vacancy And she handed Okay, now here we go. First thoughts. Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> Please do. It's uh, your friend. First thoughts are, I like the lyrics. Uh, the, the, the lead vocalist is, um, I'm not digging him on this track. Mm-hmm. Your friend isn't the lead vocalist. No, he's he? not. Bra- okay. No, Brad plays guitar. And Brad also said we did this on the cheap, but mm-hmm. we but we wanted to do it. And he told me you should play it loud. So when he said play it loud, I, I thought that all these songs were going to rock right right and that's that's definitely not a rock song no were they too cheap to get a second vocal take hmm. <laughs> that sounds it's cold fair. it's that's fair I, you have to when that started playing you and i looked at each other like, like oh, oh did he hit a wrong note yeah exactly you know oh all right okay now look we're gonna let's uh, we'll do another one we'll yeah. do a couple okay because uh, i don't like you can't judge a you can't judge no. six songs on prior one. to that that sounded like kind of slacker 90s mm-hmm. alt rock yeah, and these are guys that uh, I, I think Brad and I are, you know, uh, right in the same uh, wheelhouse on age. Okay. So, and I'm looking at the guys in the back, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. all looks about the same. And, um, but I like that. I like that. I know. I know Brad and this and these guys play out and about. They're from Bloomington, Indiana. So, cool. I uh, I applaud. I applaud that because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to rock? Course. Yeah. I, you don't play an instrument, do you? I do not. My Neither. dad was a piano teacher my whole life, and I didn't play. Didn't play. No, I regret it now. All right, I'm going to go with the uh, title track because I feel like that might be... Mm -hmm. Track one's always a safe bet. Yeah, Decency or Death by Decency or Death from the album Gout. (laughs) This is great. Ten seconds of that so far. Now, on the mixing board, I have this turned up really loud, but it's just sonically isn't... Yeah, not yet, but it's building. Okay. I like this better. I like the music. Mm-hmm.
All right. And I'm going to tell you something other than the, uh, the nonsense uh, for the mm-hmm. first um, 11 seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that song. I like that song. I did too. That, uh, I like the buildup a little bit to the song a little bit better than the song itself, but it was still, that was solid. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the voice is, uh, was, uh, was better on this song than it was the other yeah, song. Yeah. He's still, uh, he comes out of the gate awkwardly. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. There's a, yeah, it does. It's like this initial burst mm-hmm. is like, it kind of shakes you up, but then, but then it I got into in. it. Yeah. Yeah. That one worked. And, um, and again, Brad produced this and look, you know, you know, as well as I do just from doing this, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine plugging instruments into this no. board and then doing that. No, I don't know. So this is, this is very much a DIY release. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's do, let's do two more. Okay. Okay. We've got uh, Bigfoot, Prodigal Girl, Apocalypse Tonight and Strings. I want to hear Apocalypse Tonight. I'm curious what that is. All right. Also, this is our first official episode without Kyle. Yeah. Like the other episodes, I'd be like, Kyle's not here, but he's going to be mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm talking about the first official record after Kyle has moved. I don't know where this will drop in mm-hmm. the lineup. Mm-hmm. There might be episodes coming out after this with Kyle, mm-hmm. but he is, uh, he is not here anymore. No longer here. Yeah. So uh, he'll be back in about 104 episodes. <laughs> right. Two years. Two years. Maybe less. Okay. We'll see. Apocalypse Tonight. I gotta be honest. It's it's uh, it's the production because it's uh, again it's uh, do it yourself, mm-hmm. and I think um, so. It's a little it's a little muddy, but I, little I think a song like that, you know, if you if the vocals were up front, mm-hmm. the drums were a little more clear. Yeah, I I like that song. I did too. That I think was, that's the best of the three so I far. I agree. Yeah, that was meat and potatoes. Yeah, meat and potatoes. Yeah, rock. I like that. All right, we're going to do one more. I'm going to do okay. Bigfoot because of the reference I made earlier, and I didn't even realize it. But um, I think I think it's uh, we're a two out of three right now. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. let's give it. Uh, let's see what it's going to get out of four. This is Bigfoot from Gout. So that's in my right headphone. Mm-hmm. Same. Can do a little separation. There we go. There we go. Now, if the Ramones produced themselves, maybe that what's the, that's what this would sound like. I can totally see that. Definitely a heavy metal influence on the vocals. Yeah, yeah. If this is an Iron Maiden song, I love it. You know what I mean? Right. right. They're singing Sasquatch Yeti, and I dig it. That takes balls. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's almost not. It's almost not fair sometimes to critique 
um, to critique an, an album by your friend. Right. But I, I like that song too. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a, th- uh, uh, well, three out of four is not a rating. But, I was uh, going to give it we, a six out of ten. We, oh, yeah, okay. How's that? Okay, we'll give it a six out of ten. Okay. We, uh, the only one that, of the ones we heard that we was... Uh, motel. She's like a motel. The, a ballad yeah. didn't work for me. No, I think no. these guys are meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Rock, and um, I think if the production uh, is... Slightly a, better production. Slightly better production, this would. Uh, this is something. Yeah, it's, so not cool. too, it's not so bad. All right, cool. All right, I hope that wasn't too painful, Brad. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't promise that... Uh, I don't promise that we'll love it or like mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. we didn't, we didn't, uh, no, that was all right. It. it was, was all right. right. Yeah. All right. Soft sounds. Woo. Look at that. I almost burped. Soft mm. sounds of the seventies. How did we come up with this? You came up with this. You came up with this. Why did I come up with it? I don't know. Uh, you, well, actually I can tell we you your batting. exact, okay, go ahead. the exact word. You said, can we do soft rock of the seventies? Cause I really want to play firefall. <laughs> and I didn't pick them. <laughs> you didn't. I purposely <laughs> didn't bring firefall. <laughs> Because I thought for sure that was the whole reason for this. <laughs> I didn't put them on my list. I didn't put You Are the Woman on or uh, uh, we Just might have Remember to, I Love You. We, that might have to be the play out or something. That was the whole reason for this. Those were your exact words. All right. Well, I can add that in afterwards. Okay. We'll pretend like there's a play out. Okay. <laughs> Which one do we do? Would it be Just Remember I Love You? Whichever. I, I like You Are the Woman. You Are the Woman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or Strange Way. That's a strange There's tons way of them. To t- yeah. They're great. I don't know if there's tons of them. <laughs> okay. I think there's four. <laughs> well, I think I have one of their albums and it's good, and I have their greatest hits album, and that's good too. All right. I've had them on the show, a couple of them. Who have you had on? Uh, Rick Roberts, the main guy. The main who, guy. Yeah. Cool. Who's not in the band anymore. And even though he explained it to me, I'm still fuzzy why that is. Yeah. I mean, if they're still alive, be in the fucking band. Exactly. What and are you he, doing? No one's going to Rick Roberts of Firefall. No one's going to well, see that. And I saw them in, he lives in Colorado. I saw them in Colorado. And he wasn't. He came up on stage and did a couple of songs, and that was it. Get with the band. I know. And the other guy I had on was Dave Muse, the like flutist, mm-hmm. flautist, flautist. Yeah, I had him on. All right. Have so. you have you had anyone from Kansas on your show yet? No. Um, I haven't in, but they're again. They come in, and the guy's like, "They're going to be in here. For, they're only going to be in for like a day." I'm yeah. like, "Stick around." No, I. There are certain bands that I hold my. I try. I hold myself accountable to trying and listening to like everything they've ever done prior mm-hmm. to interviewing. Yeah, yeah, them. me too. And um, I'm. I would consider myself more of like a greatest hits Kansas guy. Yeah, and I feel like I need to know a lot, and there is a lot out there. And yeah, so yeah. That's that's my deterrent. You know, there's a lot. Yeah, they 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 do have a big catalog. A lot of prog rock, prog rock bullshit in there too. Yeah, I, there is. That's to quote you. That's not yeah, no, I know, against I Kansas. Know. I, I think that's a term of affection. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Mm-hmm. We're going to start it up. Yeah. Uh, I got your list. Where, where am I going to take this from? Because I'm going to queue it up. Tell me where we're going to start uh, this. Most of these start from the beginning, but the first track is going to start from 110. First track is going to start from 110. Yeah. And I have a story behind why this is the first track. I hope I hope it's you lost your virginity to <laughs> It's nothing nothing like that. I didn't lose my virginity to a song. Uh, yeah. Huh? I, I'm thinking, do I want to get do I want to go there to talk about my own or yours or and neither know. of those sounds yeah. All right. attractive right now. So this is uh introduce it. Yeah, I went with Gary Wright, uh of Dreamweaver fame, but I didn't pick Dreamweaver. I picked Love is Alive, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. I almost didn't do that, but yeah, so funky. There's 
second. You just point at me when you want me okay. to fade it down. That last part there is my favorite part. Now, the reason I picked this is because, I don't know about you, I have a running playlist on my, on my iPod. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the first song on the playlist because every time I get on a treadmill, I walk for four minutes to okay. kind of warm up. Mm-hmm. And this is my warm-up song. Okay, good. Because whenever I hear it, it kind of gets the blood pumping. And I feel like it makes me walk like I'm Denzel Washington. <laughs> have you ever noticed Denzel Washington's gait when he walks? He yeah, just, it's... It's just this stride is so, you know, and when I get on the treadmill and I'm listening to Love is Alive, I feel like Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Washington. <laughs> That's why. In which movie? In, in The Equalizer? Um, you know, like Man on Fire yeah, and a a Training movie. Day and those kinds of yeah, things, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. How old is Denzel now? He's, he's probably 60 something. He's easily 60 something. Yeah, I would think. I'm he's 55, so he's got to be 60 something. I would think so. Yeah. Well, he's been famous for 30. Almost 40 years, 35 years. Figure yeah. he was about 25-ish, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yep. Now, and I didn't realize that was his son in uh, Black uh, Klansman until someone said, you know that's Denzel Washington's mm-hmm. son? I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. And I looked it up, and sure enough, it is. Once you know that, you can't unhear how similar he sounds yep. to Denzel Washington. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see those Equalizer movies? I didn't, know. They're both good. Really? Both solid. Um, Do you like Man on Fire? I did like Man on you Fire. You like these, they're a okay. slow burn. Like okay. he's... He's, you know, he's, it's, he kicks ass in them, mm-hmm. but it's a very slow burn until he's like, well, okay, now enough's enough. Okay. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That's what you want. And that's the kind of thing I love. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to say right now off the, off the top of my, it's, it sucks to, uh, it sucks to, um, look at the board and, uh, and look at the playlist yeah, and lot to put do. the music up. It sucks. Yeah. That's why we need Artie here. We need Artie. Mm-hmm. But not Artie Lang. Rip we Artie. Need. All right. Here we go. This is from 1972. This is David Cassidy, but it's not a Partridge Family song. Mm. This is a David Cassidy solo song. It's called Could It Be Forever. Could it be forever? Soft rock. my mind just rambling on. I touched you once, I kissed you once, now I feel like you're mine. Well, I feel like you're mine and seeing your face, I'm not wrong to have these feelings. Well, I feel like you're mine, i never known a time before. That's it. So many meanings Could it be forever Or am I Now I am not lying when I say that I listen to David Cassidy Cassidy and the Partridge family A lot I really do I, Unironically <laughs> Yeah I don't listen to anything ironically mm-hmm. But yeah That's a go-to a lot yeah, I'll go hey, really? you know what? Like I, I burn I burn a disc of mm-hmm. my favorites Because mm-hmm. the car will play MP3 discs So mm-hmm. I can make a disc that has like 40 songs on Love it Love that I, yeah. I do too Yeah so uh, yeah, okay. unironically, almost had him. He was he was gonna be here. He was gonna be here, and they canceled last minute. And now he's gone. And now he's gone. And I yeah. was at one of those last shows. That Very sucks. Sad. Oh yeah, Very you sad. were the one where he like you know almost fell off the stage. Oh, or he whatever. did fall off the stage. That's right. Yeah, it was it, it was, was ugly. It was rough. I was mad. I, no, I was I wasn't mad at him. I was mad. I was sad for him, and I was mad for whoever put him up on stage that night because mm-hmm. they knew. Yeah, clearly not in the right frame Un- of mind. Unless, and the band seemed very unfazed, so maybe this was just every two or three nights, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. But man, not good. It didn't look good. I mean, I watched the you know YouTube clips yeah, and stuff like that. It was rough. Yeah. All right, John. Okay. Track two. Yeah, track two. Uh, this to me is just the epitome of soft rock of the 70s. This is uh, <laughs> Chevy Van from Sammy, jo- Sammy John's. 
I gave a girl a ride in the wagon. My wagon. She mm-hmm. rolled in and <laughs> took control. She was tired as her mind was dragging. I said, get some sleep and dream of rock and roll. Cause like a princess she was laying there. That's the best. That's great. Isn't I that great? It. You knew that song? Oh, yeah, okay, I know that good. song. Um, well, my wife wanted to know what our topic was today, and I said, soft rock of the 70s. She's like, ooh, like what? And I literally, every song I named, she's like, oh. Oh, man, no. it's oh. the best. She's like, oh, no, I don't like that at all. You know what I, and maybe this is TMI, but I'm going to tell you anyway. When I was getting my playlist together, I some of this stuff actually kind of makes me a little emotional. In fact, our next song is my choke Your next up. song. My next, yeah, my next song. Because I just, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, these days are over, you know? <laughs> this, and I'm, I'm a child of the, of the 80s more than the 70s, yeah. but just the innocence and the naivety of, and the beauty of, and the subtlety of these kinds of songs and yeah. this kind of music is gone and will never come oh, yeah, back. it's done. And that's just, it, yeah. it was making me a little weepy. Yeah, the lyrics of some of these songs just make me, uh, True. <laughs> and there were some, like, I'm like, hey, this one, I'm like, I can't, I won't make it through that one. Yeah. But um, this is an artist that I've been listening to. I've been listening to, it's Todd Rundgren. Uh-huh. And I've been on a Todd Rundgren kick for like six months. Mm. And my, um, my daughter, who's 14, I have, a, I have a Utopia Rundgren mix that we've been listening to on the way to school. And the other day, she just goes, this is the best music. Really? That's what she said. No she way. It. It's so funny. Like, she'll listen to it and then... Um, and all of a sudden, she'll she knows it and she sings mm-hmm. it, and it's like it's like she was started to sing the other, and I was like, I "That's love amazing." It. Yeah, that's what she said. This is the best music. So here's a here's a classic. Okay. Gout needs this production. <laughs> sure do. version was taken from the 2018 super audio cd mm. released by analog spark i gave one of those away mm. on this very show nice that song is the best it, i might I be getting it. him on the show soon by the way yeah i have an end with him too when he's yeah. in town so uh i hope we both get him yeah he was on mark maron and mark maron fucking knows nothing about any artist he has oh on it makes me so fucking mad those are so hard to listen to so difficult how how were you as uncomfortable as i was during the paul mccartney interview he yes, did i, I just thought it was awful 
It's awful. I mean, you know? he has comedians on yeah. or whatever, but he doesn't put in the time no, for the really music doesn't. people. He really doesn't. He had Chrissy Hind. He knew the first two Pretenders mm-hmm. albums and he talked about her, her solo release and mm-hmm. he didn't know any fucking yeah, thing no, in between. It's totally true. And I'm sure she still had a good time because he talked about mm-hmm. whatever else. Yeah. But I swear to God, when Dave Grohl was on and uh, when Kurt Cobain came up, he's like, I think Dave said something like, and then Kurt died. And I think Marin said, yeah, man, what was that like? I know. What fucking kind of question is that? It's fucking awful. It's his best fucking friend yeah. who it was the leader of yeah. the band that he was in. He never yeah. thought that he would have a career after Kurt died, you fucking... Oh, I know. It was annoying. It drives me insane. It wasn't that far off from the Paul McCartney stuff. I just felt like he was kind of retracing and so much of this Beatles stuff that it's like, come on, dude. I mean, this is the most written about band in history. This, all this information's out there. It's Pick out something there. different. Yeah. You know? Talk about press to play. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You know anything? I want to talk. I want to get Paul on because I want to talk about the Spies Like Us theme song. No. <laughs> What's that song called? Spies Like Us. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> There's a video for that too, isn't there? Sure, there is. And Dan and Chevy are in it. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Uh, okay, you're up. Okay, this is my second of four consecutive dead people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it is. Yeah, and this is probably the lowest hanging fruit of all. So the So Sammy Johns that, is dead. Sammy Johns is dead. He's number two. He is okay. like top. I if I I wish I could get him on the someone like him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's perfect for me. Uh, we're what gonna about go. Terry Jacks is he still alive? He is still alive. Yeah, What's I emailed he doing? him. I don't know. He's living off season in the sun. Some money. Yeah, I uh, I contacted him a couple years ago. I never heard back. I should. I could try again. I just haven't done it. Uh, so we're gonna, we're going to listen to Country Roads by uh, John Denver, and I want to specifically focus. Now here's the deal. I know we've heard the song a million times. You're from Denver. I am. This yes. is John Denver. This is the song that I may choke me up because the last minute of this song is so gorgeous. And I want you to, I know you've heard the song a million times. I want you to focus on Taffy Nevet, Nevert, the female singing with him. She went on to be in Starland Vocal Band. Okay. Afternoon Delight. You got a cue point for this then. I do. It's two minutes and two seconds. Okay. We're going to listen to the last minute and just listen to, the first is, the chorus sung you, the way you've heard it, mm-hmm. and then listen to the way it just goes up a notch. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Take Me Home Country Road. Listen to her specifically and the choir. that just the most beautiful thing you've ever heard very nice literally very nice yeah uh john denver rock and peace john mm-hmm. don't fly with john denver nope my dad was, is a retired united flight attendant and he had john denver on a plane once and okay. john and his son got to join got to uh, board the plane early because he was famous and everything <laughs> right and they were sitting in first class and uh this was like a half hour before the, everyone else got on 
and John was shaking from like alcohol, um, oh, whatever. So rough. And so my, he had to have like my dad give him drinks to calm him down right wow. off the bat. It's kind of sad. It is sad. Was, he must have been an alcoholic the whole. The he whole was. Life. I mean, look, I, I peak John Denver doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. And just the thought that this guy that made this beautiful stuff was must have been as tortured as he was. That dichotomy within a lot of artists, it's just it. You just would never know. What's that Christmas song about? Uh, I hope Daddy doesn't get drunk on Christmas. I think that's a John Denver song. Oh, is it? I don't I know. Think so. Let me see if I have it. Is it on the Muppets one? <laughs> I don't think that one's on the okay. Muppets one. Let me see if it might be. Sometimes I clear out songs from the. Uh, from the. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. Is this a song his kids sang to him? Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Sad. Yeah. Oh. Don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want I think, I think Mike Siegel brought that song. Oh. I had never heard that song before. Me neither. I didn't know. Now you know. All right. Uh, next one on my list. Let's. Uh, this this person is not with us. This is a duo, brother brother and sister, and Karen Carpenter no longer mm. with us. This is from 1973. Yesterday once more. Mm. Those were such happy times and not so long ago. How I wondered where they'd gone. But they're back again, just like a long lost friend. All the songs I love so well. Every time I hear the Carpenters, I forget how great her voice is. They're the best. They really are. I mean, the voice is flawless. Yeah. I've tried to get Richard on the show, but I can't reach him. Or He's got to be 80, right? Something like that. I'd love to know what his story is. I mean, he's he kind of disappeared after she died. You know, you'd never hear from him. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, you can't replace your sister. Yeah, I know. I mean... I, I mean, just he can go out and do to. the music and have a female vocalist mm-hmm. sing them as a tribute, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. I mean, I wouldn't go see that. No, you know what I, I mean? mean, it might work for like some Vegas, you know, maybe. theater or something like that. Yeah, but um, maybe a hologram. Yeah, something like that. And I've heard he's a little prickly, so he probably wouldn't give me the interview I wanted anyway. But I don't think you could ask too yeah. personal stuff too no, deeply. I agree, but I love them; they're the best. I always—I don't know if you do this, but whenever. Like, um, you know, I had Nancy Wilson on recently and, and her and Ann were, um, apart mm-hmm. for quite a few years now. Yeah. And the first thing I asked someone before we even start recording, I said, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Mm-hmm. No one's ever said, except John Waite. He said, I don't want to talk about journey. 
I go, Journey. I go, why would I ask you about Journey? He goes, oh, there's a bunch of stuff on the internet about me and Journey right now. He goes, I don't even really? understand it. So oh. I go, well, that wasn't even on my list. Huh. So, um, but, okay. uh, but yeah, and no one's ever, do you ask that like before I, you start recording? Yeah, I always tell, I, same speech every time. Mm-hmm. If I, this is a free-flowing conversation, if I, you can interrupt me or argue with me, I'm not Terry Gross. If I ask you anything you don't want to talk about, you tell me, we'll cut it out. And if you regret something you said later, tell me that too, we'll cut that out too. I always say that too, and only mm-hmm. one person ever had me take something out, and it was, it was, uh, it was Steve Lukather. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just the two. Uh, it was just a John Mellencamp story that he didn't. Mm. F- he, and I, when he was telling it, I'm like, oh, this is so fucking great. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, nah, you know what? Take yeah, that Mellencamp yeah, thing out. And I was like, yeah. okay. Are yeah. you sure? I know. Are you sure? <laughs> it hurts. It's really good. It really hurts. funny. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right. You're up. Dead person. All right. Dead person number three. Um, we're going to go with Andrew Gold. I love Andrew Gold. Um, and, but I purposely am going with the, not one of the famous songs. This is Endless Flight, which is really just about his fear of flight. I don't flight. know if I know this song. Yeah, it's on uh, his self-titled debut. I, will t- I, I went with, I picked a lot of people who are known as soft rock, but I didn't always go with the most obvious choice. No, no, you didn't at all. Yeah, so, um, but I tried to at least pick things that you might know, just have forgotten about. Well, the Gary Wright song, I didn't know by title, but then when it played, I'm like, yeah. oh, I know this song. That song's Big the time. best. Um, so yeah, this is Endless Flight. Uh, 30 seconds in, please. Okay, let me see if I can do this. 30 seconds in. Here we go. Understand me. I wish this jet was on the ground. Sayer song? No. Oh, I don't. Did Leo Sayer do a version of this? I'll know in a minute. Huh. And it's gonna be an yeah, Leo Sayer has an album called Endless Light. I've never heard it. I didn't know that. Yeah, Leo Sayer, uh, Endless Flight album, 1976. It's his biggest album. Really? Yeah, it's the one with You Make Me Feel Like Dancing and, you know, all the, I might all the big have songs. that and have forgotten or I didn't realize. Yeah, here we go. Let's hear huh. it. I got like, this is from YouTube. Oh, this is his whole album. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let me, uh, where does it uh, You Make Me Feel Like Dancing was in the running, but it wasn't quite soft enough. So I didn't no, it. I would have done like um, When I Need You mm, would mm-hmm. have been the one. And that's from Endless Flight also. So at 32 minutes, 21 seconds, we will hear Leo Sayer's version. Get it a little deeper in. Here we go. Oops, hold on. We're playing both of them at the same time. Where's Kyle? Who wrote this? Did Andrew? Andrew did. Uh-huh. 
That's great. Same song. Yeah. Yeah. I keep I keep forgetting to give the year. Uh, Andrews was seventy five, and this was seventy six. Okay, because it's the remake. Yep. Re-recorded. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, this was an example that I told Pilar today, and I tried to sing this, and of course I couldn't sing it. <laughs> but this is Paul Davis. Mm. I go crazy. That was a bad fade, Pat. <laughs> basically, I thought on. about bringing. I I don't love that song. I like it okay, but he's got a couple other songs I like a lot. Sixty five Love Affair and oh, stuff, yeah, but they're from the one. early eighties. So yeah, I, so they don't count. Um, okay, do you want me to go? Sure. This is my last of the dead people, uh, and this is Andrew Gold's former girlfriend, Nicolette wow. Larson. A lot of love from the beginning. She died early too, didn't she? Did. she? Yeah, I think so. Fifty in her fifties. That's too early guy in his 50s. If I went to Wikipedia to see who plays on this album, it's probably all the, you know, the Russ Kunkel yeah, the Ru- and the all those guys. Leland Sklar. I and- think it might be. I looked it up to get ready and I can't remember. Andrew, not this album, but he produced like her third or fourth album in the early 80s and they were together for a while and uh, broke up and now neither of them are here. Wow. And she, I mean, she's very much uh, from the uh, Linda Ronstadt mm-hmm. school. Yeah. So what album was that from? Was that from? It's called Nicolette from 78, her debut. Okay, I just want to see personnel. Who is on this? Let me see. Valerie Carter, background vocals. Michael McDonald, background Mm. vocals. Linda Ronstadt, background Mm. vocals. Bob Glaub, bass guitar. Bobby Lakine, Mm. who was then with the the, uh, Doobies in the later. Oh, really? Okay. Later, later versions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, some of the guys we thought. Did you Patrick you, Sin, Edward Van Halen plays guitar on Can't Get Away From You? Yeah, that's right. That's because I think Ted did Ted Templeman produce? Yes. Yeah. Ted Templeman and Don Randy. Right. So the Doobie Brothers mm-hmm. and Van Halen, that all makes sense. Did you know uh Andrew was Linda Ronstadt's like guitarist and musical director for many years? Andrew Gold. Andrew Gold was. Mm, if so I knew that, that I I oh, forgot it. Yeah. 
All right, before I'm going to do my next song, I'm going to I'm going to say that in conjunction with this episode, I got a bunch of CDs to give away mm. from a record company called Blixa. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, the next artist I'm going to play is Robbie Dupree, and I have his first two CDs. I have mm -hmm. two copies of each. I of have these. those two. Blixa, send them to me too. Oh yeah, he was cool. on the show. He's great. Did they did they send you the Stephen? No, Bishop? I wish they had. I like Stephen Bishop. Red Cab to Manhattan, Stephen mm -hmm. Bishop. It's funny how they they uh, they they overhype it a little bit on the mm -hmm. sticker. Stephen Bishop's classic third album. Right. <laughs> I think it should just be say uh, underrated right. or uh, yeah. long out of print, <laughs> right. uh, featuring unreleased tracks and guest appearances by Eric Clapton, Phil Collins, and Art Garfunkel. But that classic third album. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh it says it Robbie Dupree's classic debut, mm -hmm. Robbie Dupree's classic second album. It's like. Great. Hey guys, you gotta, <laughs> classic you gotta, is a little yeah. bit of a stretch. And they also sent me two copies of Black Sand, the best of Calapana, Calapana, and it's a uh, twenty-eight song collection from the biggest hits and most popular songs from legendary Hawaiian band mm. Calapana. It's probably great. I yeah, don't it's think probably I've ever great. Well, I got two copies of that. So if you don't win, I got a bunch of CDs. I got eight CDs to give away. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna play Hot Rod Hearts. There's From 1980, technically. Oh, yeah. We right. texted about this months oh, ago, but that's did. okay. We that's did. okay. That's okay. Steal mm. Away is the best. I love Robbie. Go ahead and do it. I'll, I'll give you okay, this. I'll play I'll Steal give Away. You a mulligan. Oh, you know what? That was stupid of me. You're right. We did text about that. Mm -hmm. Well, I have the CDs, so it, I got to just do it. Just do it. He he works. Okay. Well, I'm going to surprise you with this one. This oh. is Steal Away. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> songs for our, for our <laughs> listeners south of the border. A couple of Robbie Dupree in uh, Spanish. Those are on these Yeah, uh, that's CDs. what the bonus tracks are, the and Spanish version. The Spanish version. <laughs> and uh, do you think he's saying phonetically? You think he could speak Spanish? I bet he probably could. He seems like a yeah. learned man. Yeah, Roth, Roth was phonetically for sure. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yankee rolls. Oh. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, okay, so we got that going. Okay, John, that was... Uh, Are we back to I me? Agree. We're back okay. to you, and, okay. and, we're, and we're back in the correct decade. Yeah, also. yeah, that's okay. That, well, was a, that was an 80s mix with <laughs> Dupree and David Lee Roth. That was great. Okay, uh, now we're going to go with People Who Are Alive, and this is probably the quintessential yacht rock song, Pablo Cruz, Love Will Find a Way. From the top? Yeah, sure, from the top. Nice bass. That's good. 
<laughs> I love songs like this so much. I do too. I like this music so much. Me I mean, too. It's, um, I mean, you, you won't hear this on Decibel Geek. No. You won't. But, um, <laughs> but you'll, you'll hear some rocking songs on Decibel Geek, but you yeah, won't hear this song. No. But um, yeah, I just so I love stuff like this. Me too. Um, you know, when I listen to Decibel Geek, that Aaron, Aaron Camaro, mm-hmm. did you meet him? I have, yeah, a couple times. He just likes the hard rock. Like, I don't think that he has a... Totally agree. Nothing wrong with that. No. You have a passion for something, go for it. Yeah. But I don't see him listening to... <sighs> You know what I mean? I, I don't, yeah, I don't think his, that, uh, you know, spectrum's very wide. Right. I can't imagine him having any kind of a guilty pleasure, or no. his version of a guilty pleasure is a less metal band, metal <laughs> right. version of a metal band, right. you know right. what I mean? Yeah, he's right. 100%. He's totally not listening to this, and this, this is Probably just, <laughs> this. Chris might be. Th- Chris might be, of course. Right. This, is, uh, this is from the album No Secrets from 1972. It's Carly Simon. Hmm. Uh, and the production on this song is fantastic. The right thing to do. And the right thing to do. There we go. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to turn me away. Nothing anyone can say. You're with me now. And as long as you stay, loving you's the right thing to do. John, we don't we don't play Carly Simon on this show without doing a little bit of this. Says fiddle on the griddle as you drop that batter into that hot butter. Round and brown, piping hot, like as not. What we got is hot cakes. Hubba hubba hubba, puffing up fluffy. And I don't sweet. even know what this is. Now wait. It's hot cakes. And now flip it. And that's her. Yeah. And she did this with a straight face. It's from the album Hot Cakes. <laughs> 1974, it's right in the uh, uh, correct time frame. Good. That's one minute and seven seconds of uh, hot kicks. Hot kicks. That's incredible. Hubba, I, hubba, hubba. I have never. And then a trombone, I think, is yeah. what happens. <laughs> I've never warmed to Carly. I had a feeling you would choose her. Yeah, I But love clearly her. there's a lot to be discovered there. Oh, there's. I, I mean, I when I watch this Dan Rather show. Yeah, I watched those too. Mm-hmm. I am so mad. Yeah, because that's what I want to do. I want to go. I, I want to go to Martha's Vineyard and and walk around the so island true. with Carly in her bare feet. So true. And he is so uncomfortable interviewing the ladies. He's just like, oh, <laughs> Carly, Simon. Well, and you can tell too when he's talking to somebody he doesn't actually know that well. <laughs> right. Like Brian Setzer's on there, yes. and he's at, and it's like we know Dan that you don't know who the stray cats are. You know, he's got to, he's got Steve Perry coming up this season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Paul Stanley's coming up. Paul Stanley. Are you gonna? I wasn't. I wasn't sure. It's, we going there? Is it too much? Is it all? It's always. It's just. Let me tell you something. There Dan. it comes. Here it let is. Let me tell you something, Dan. From the beginning, Keith knew what they wanted to do. <laughs> People come up to me. They say, "Paul," and I'd say, "What?" And they say, "Paul, what's Keith about?" I'd say, "Keith's about rock and roll all night and partying every day." Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I just. Right. Yeah, what's he going to say to Paul? But uh, I don't know. So close to getting Steve Perry on here. Really? When he was making the rounds. Yeah. I can't tell you how close. And it was um That's painful. It's disappointing. I bet. He there's a he has a house like really? in Studio City here. He can <sighs> walk here. That hurts. It's, it's tough. Cause yeah. I'm like, because I'm like, this will be 
gigantic. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this will be big. Let me ask so, you something honestly. Have because look, I think we all want to know what happened. Why? Why did you really go away? And I know that he gets asked that all the time. I have yet to hear a truly satisfying answer to that question. I I think he recorded that album with Journey in '96, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Trial by Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. It's an okay album. Mm-hmm. It's too many songs. Yeah, he could whittle it down maybe to nine, mm-hmm. and I would still only like five. Right. <laughs> but I think I think when he started, to, I think he got in his head about, am I going to be able to go out and sing live? Mm. And I don't think he can. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't think he can because if he could, he would obviously do mm-hmm. some solo shows. And he's got this album coming out. And we would have heard by now if there were going to be 2019 shows. Yeah, and there's, there's not. Nothing. No. So I think he can get it together in the studio, much mm. the way Gout did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't, but I, um, but yeah, I just, I don't think yeah. he's confident. Maybe he's just not confident. And maybe he doesn't want to go out there and sing in a lower register. Right. Right. And, and, and maybe feel that people would be disappointed not hearing the songs how yeah. they originally are. That's just my, you, that's you're my opinion. You're probably right. I, I feel like he uh, uh, philosophizes or, mm-hmm. you know, he, he tries to give these sort of answers that are very esoteric, but they never feel very direct. No. And I think you're probably right. And um, of course, that wouldn't have been a question I would have asked him either. No, I, yeah. Because it's yeah. been covered. I would have only yeah. talked about the right. cool tunes. Right. But, um, you know he makes money every time Journey performs. Does he? That was part of it. This because I think he owned a piece of the name. Yeah. And so, for in order for them to continue without him after the trial by yeah. fire debacle, he makes money every time they tour. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That must be so hard to know that Steve Perry's cashing a check. But I mean, I guess they're singing well, his songs. They but, are. Yeah. Like when they sing "Love and Touch and Squeezing," which was Steve wrote that solo. I'm like. Don't sing that one. That seems yeah. like too. That seems like a Steve Perry's more signature song than other things. Too. Yeah, I um, I've had Stu Cook from CCR on the show a couple of times. Creedence Clearwater Revisited. Yes. Yep. That was a good one. I listened to that Thank one. Thank you. We just had him on again recently to oh, deep dive. Deep dive. Really in the poor boys. But um, yeah, he similar thing. I mean, John Fogarty makes money every time they perform yeah. and rightfully so he wrote all those songs yeah. i mean Stu and doug played on them mm-hmm. so he they do have some ownership of this stuff but they had you know they gotta pay him back <laughs> he fucked them at the rock and roll hall of fame oh my gosh that we've is, talked about that many times that and the blondie thing Blond- are the yeah. two worst i've ever yeah. seen do you we don't have to get spend too much time on this if you don't want are you like on team fogarty or team other guys Maybe you've never thought about it. I lean toward team other guys. I just don't know because I mean, I, I think I think John had a lot of problems with this Sal Sal Zantz, mm-hmm. the way that Billy Joel had with his, mm-hmm. and so he I think he had the same reaction as Billy Joel. Fuck it, it's yeah. just me. Everyone's yeah. done. I'm done with everyone. Mm-hmm. It's me and whoever I choose now. Yeah. So it's difficult. Yeah. yeah um, I can see that. He could have played with him at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, he told a whole story about that that I heard recently that, anyway, we don't have to get into it, but yeah, they're um, I do like the story when he says that uh, the guys at one point, and this might be in a behind the music where John Fogarty says, the guys were complaining about because I was writing all the songs. I said, okay, mm-hmm. the next album, I'll write three, You uh, everyone mm-hmm. write three. Yeah. And he goes, and mine were still the songs that people know. Right. Which Stu has addressed that with me a couple of times. That wasn't exactly what he had in mind. Mm-hmm. Like that was... That was uh, John being very passive aggressive. It wasn't yeah, like, like, okay, guys, let's all take a turn. It was more like, oh, yeah? 
you go write them then. And they're like, well, we don't, we don't want to write them. We're not songwriters. You write them. It's okay. You know, but he was like, it was him dictating from behind. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess some guys are just, uh, is the, is the term mercurial? Yeah. I yeah. guess some guys are just like that, but it's yeah. like, well, then why did you ever get into a I band? Why didn't, were you just John Fogarty in the, in the, the swamp rats or whatever you want right. to call it? Well, and if you think about CCR existed for about four years. Yeah. I mean, they are, we're 50 years later and they have never lost a step, but that is such a small slice yeah, yeah, of time. Yeah. And tons of albums in that period. Yeah. I hope that John Fogarty's not like that now because that would mean that uh, Kenny Aronoff went from uh, Mellencamp <laughs> to, to, Fogarty. to Fogarty. I saw them in concert together uh, I at did Red too. Rocks about 15 years ago. Yes, I Fogarty saw it at the Hollywood opened, Bowl. It yeah. was great. Fogarty, Fogarty's one of the best live performers I've ever seen. He was so full of passion. And, and Mellencamp was good that tour because it was like a greatest hits retrospective. They were showing yep. video clips and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I would have no desire to see Mellencamp now because he no. would just do that when Kenny, stuff. When Kenny Aronoff left, Mm-hmm. That's the last album uh, albums that came after that. I'm not interested in. No, but I don't know that Mellencamp cares. I mean, he's he on doesn't. his own thing right now, he and doesn't. he is fine with that, and yeah. he doesn't care what you want. No, you he, know? no, he absolutely doesn't. So, yeah, and um, but he was very, he was not he was on the big interview, and he was not mm-hmm. a jerk. He no. was very because I'm like oh, I got to watch see how Dan Rather sure. handles this guy. He was very. Yeah. He was very respectful mm-hmm. because it was Dan Rather. If it was you and me, he'd be a dick. Oh, he was total dick. Uh, he was on Sunday morning with Jane Polly too, a few months ago. How was he with her? Same kind of thing. Respectful to her. She's a woman, yeah. you know, and he, so he wasn't a jerk about it. But, what yeah. happened to his head? It grew. It's like someone put, like pumped it up with air. His head is really big now. <laughs> well, it's because he just makes his hair bigger and bigger. He's it's got like just, Conan O'Brien he disease, looks in, you know? He looks crazy now. Yeah. All right. Who's turning? Yeah. I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's me actually. Um, yeah, you I play hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is, who's on my shirt today? Hall and Oates. Yeah. But you know, what's funny on the spines of the albums and the CDs, it's John Hall and I mean, it's Daryl right. Hall and yeah. John Oates. Well, you know why? Yes. But I mean, it, it doesn't say Hall and Oates. <laughs> no, it has it their full names. Yeah. But yet every, no one says, Hey, you're going to see John Hall and Daryl Hall. And John why do I keep saying that? <laughs> Daryl Hall and John Oates? Yeah. No, you say Hall and Oates. I know. That's to differentiate that they are two independent people who choose to work together. Now, I want to tell you, I saw Hall and Oates in, was it 81? Is that Private Eyes? 81, I think. Probably. And they were a small Catholic college about 25 minutes from my house. Um, It's called, oh, why can't I pull the name? St. Francis College. Hmm. And they they played there. They were just in the gymnasium. Wow. G.E. Smith. um, That's amazing. Mickey Curry. Stuff like that used to happen a lot. Playing yeah. in like the you know the lunchroom of some college I, or whatever. I can remember G.E. Smith. I think it was probably eight bucks. Yeah. G.E. Smith would throw his guitar the whole way up, like into the gymnasium rafters, Ooh. and it would come down. and He would catch it. Oh man! And uh, who's the bass player? I'm so sorry. Rock and uh, peace. T Bone. T Bone Burnett. T-bone. No, T Bone Walk. Why yeah. am I getting all the names wrong today? <laughs> T Bone Walk uh, yeah. and Charlie DeChant. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fabulous. I've been trying to get home, him on the show, too. Yeah, cut that hair, Charlie. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it does. It fucking looks stage. stupid. Yeah, it does. You asshole. <laughs> um, but anyway. I didn't say any of that, Charlie. No. But anyway, he's not listening to this. No. Anyway, uh, it was amazing. It was yeah. so good. And uh, How and they, amazing are they today, Pat? Silence. Yeah, it's not the same, is it? Um, uh, Daryl is, uh, has some, uh, some vocal issues. Yeah. See, that's what Steve Perry doesn't want. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you to remember 
that. Yeah. He, he wants you to say, no, remember when you saw me in 82 and 83? Mm-hmm. Which I did. I did see really? Journey in I've the I've never seen Jer- Journey. Saw them on the Frontiers and the, the Escape and the Frontiers tour. Wow. All right, Hall and Oates. Here we okay, go. yeah, Hall and Oates. So quickly, I, I, uh, I went with Had I Known You Better Then from Abandoned Luncheonette. I know they had softer, yachtier, rockier songs that came later from 48 seconds in, by the way. I, this is a John song. It's his very best, if you ask me, and their harmonies are beautiful. Um, I like this one a lot. Now I'm gonna move away another town, another crazy day. Wanna stay me behind around you. Call it luck, call it fate, call it a shame that we have met so late and loved so lightly. And from the first time that I saw. Forgot about that song. It's the best. It's a good tune. Yeah, I had a, I have a Hall Notes song, but it's a it's a hit. So I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> She's gone. Sure. Which is from the same album, right? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah um, right. John's favorite song that he's written, by the way. She's gone. Yeah, my it's daughter, who was nine at the time, asked him, and that's what he answered her. Yeah. He said, "Don't bother me, child." No, he was sweet. He got uh, a, we got. Our oh yeah, you taken. went to the book uh, the book yeah. signing. Mm-hmm. The um. Yeah, see, now the first, the first couple times I got tickets from Wolfson, I, I was, got them to review the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I saw them, it was the Hollywood Bowl where we had the amazing seats. And they cut the set list short by two songs because mm-hmm. I looked what the set list was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Daryl Hall was yelling at a sound guy offstage yeah. constantly. And really? I was like, what is, what is that guy not doing right? That, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I saw something similar. I saw that tour they did with Tears for Fears. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, he was at his keyboard and the sound guy or whatever came up to start like maneuvering his, his, uh, microphone and Daryl was like, no. And he just slapped the guy's arm away. I mean, what is up with that? I don't know. And, um, boy, does Daryl Hall have a TV show? Uh, you mean live from Daryl's house? Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Cause he's mm-hmm. got it on his, um, t-shirt. <laughs> he's got a bumper sticker on the front of his keyboard. He's got it on his guitar strap. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, everywhere. yeah, we get, we get it. it. We get if it. if John Oates had his own Kentucky whiskey <laughs> and he was wearing a John Oates whiskey shirt, and a whiskey, I mean, it would be like obnoxious. But yeah. I bet those guys aren't very friendly. I I've just, heard they don't like each other. When uh, we waited for autographs, Murray and I, we got Wolfson tickets and we saw them. It was way out. It was like in Palm Springs type area, mm-hmm. the casino, and they were great that night. Mm-hmm. But so um, we go to wait for autographs as I like to do, and uh, there's about eleven of us. I think all women and then me and Murray. <laughs> and there's the packing van and Daryl Hall comes out and doesn't even look at us. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even, just gets in the van. Now the light's on inside the van so we can see him. He's just sitting there. looks so miserable. Mm-hmm. So then John Oates comes out and we're, and we're like, hey, John, John, mm-hmm. John. And John started to take like two steps towards us and then he stopped. He stuck his head in the van and he shook his head and then got in because he probably said, 
hey, did you sign? Yeah. And Daryl said no. And so, so if John does, Daryl right. looks like the yeah. biggest ass. Right. And, and so he didn't come over. You get the feeling like John has had to kind of pick up that kind of garbage for a long time. Yeah. John's a total gentleman yeah. and Daryl is the crusty. Why is he like that? I don't, I don't understand know. it. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't get that kind of behavior. Yeah, I don't either. Unless there's, I've told the story before in here. Uh, Cheap Trick played two nights at the Canyon Club. They played like uh, December 31st, like New Year's Eve, and then they played the night before, like the 30th. So I was at the show on the 30th, and they all came out, you know, the back, and t- tons of people waiting for autographs. And um, and uh, Robin said, he goes, hey, guys, it's it's the holidays, and we're all here with our families, so we appreciate you waiting if it's okay, mm-hmm. we're, we're just going to go tonight. Bunny's going to stay and sign, but we're going we're gonna to go. Is that cool? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I mean, when, how can you argue with that? You know? Class. And it's better that than just diving in the totally. car because yeah. you'd be like, what a bunch of dicks. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to England Dan and John Ford Coley. Oh. These guys that's literally. That's on my list too. These guys have like easily like six solid songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that everyone would know. Yeah. I chose uh, We'll Never Have to Say Goodbye. Oh, it's different. <laughs> Why is that different? Different than the one I brought. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what my mom says when she doesn't like something. She says, oh, no, that's different. <laughs> There's a tear in your eye that's reflecting the fire's glow. And I wish this night would never end. The sun ain't gonna be my friend. Since you brought that one, I brought, I'll play the one I brought, really like to see you tonight, the most gentlemanly booty call song of all time. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, yeah, it's been a while, not much, how about you? He's on the phone. <laughs> I'm not sure why I called, I guess I really just wanted Talk to you And I was thinking maybe later on We could get together for a while It's been such a long time And I really do miss your smile I'm not talking about moving in And I don't want to change your life But there's a warm wind blowing The stars around What's the lyric? What's he saying there? I'm not talking about moving in. I used to think he was saying, I'm not talking about the linen. Yeah. (laughs) I've never known either, but to get, uh, I had this playing in the background on YouTube and it happened to be one of those lyric videos and it said moving in. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. So that, yeah, this is like, Hey, if, if it's okay, I, you know, I'm I'm not talking about moving in or changing your life, but you want to maybe come over tonight. (laughs) I would love, uh, if there was a, if there was a, 
a female uh, reply to this, like the, the other end of the phone. Yeah, the second verse is her yeah. response yeah. to him calling. Uh, Liz Fair needs to do that. Yeah. I'm going to tweet at her and tell <laughs> her should. she needs to do a response to I'd really love to see you tonight. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, and I'll just go with uh, Seals and Crofts because Dan yeah. Seals mm-hmm. and... Is in uh, he's England Dan. He's England Dan. And then what's the seals' name in seals? What's his name? I knew I you were going to ask that. It's Dash Crofts. I cannot remember. Well, let's find out. I I had a feeling we, you were going to ask me that. I can't. We can't know all the answers, people. We try. Compared to you know, we got we do a lot. We got a lot. Paul Underwood's doing some producing from time to time with for you he too. Is. I love Paul. He's doing a good job. Paul's a good good dude. I wish he could do more. Uh, where's the name? Jim Seals? Jim Seals. Jim Seals. Okay. Yeah. England Jim. England. <laughs> German Jim. German Jim and Dashcroft's Coley. Right. This is uh, this is a sad song to me. This one got me when I was making uh, making this. Uh, really. This. We may never pass this way mm, again. Good one. Life so the same. But a game and they let it slip away Love like the autumn sun Should be dying but it's only just begun Like the twilight in the road up ahead They don't see just where we're going all the secrets in the universe Whisper in our ears All the years come and go Take us up, always up We may never pass this way again We may never so 70s. It is. So, so 70s. I thought you were going to pick uh, Closer to You. You know what? I just played that on a show oh, recently. I don't know why I did or what the topic was, but I think I just played that. I okay. love that song. I do now. too. Ray Parker Jr. was playing guitar on that song. Ah, yeah. I didn't know that. Had have you talked to him? Oh, I have, yeah. Had him on last year. Are you only going to um, play songs in which you can promote your show? Uh, no. In fact, most of these... <laughs> jerk. Most of these people were not on my show. Uh, now, the, the, I'm, I can see your list. This next band, you love this band. I do, yeah. Thank you for saying that. How I can do. you not have uh, Patrick Simmons or Tom Johnson I, on your uh, show? I, I've tried recently. I have not been able to track them down. Um, I, I will tell you, there are people when I, if I feel like there's, I've said this many times, if I feel like somebody's story is already out there, yeah. then I lose interest in interviewing them because I figure, well, let's go listen to the big interview with Newbie Brothers. It's out there already. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Don't you think you would ask different questions? I do. That, I have to kind of warm up to the idea. And when I start thinking, you know what? I love, love the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. And um, I think I could do a unique take on that. So, yeah. See, the thing about, the thing about this show is when they sit there, like Randy Bachman was here and he's like, I, do I have to wear the headphones? I go, yeah, we're going to play your music. And so for me to look at them when they're hearing their yeah. own music is cool because sometimes they're like, wow, I haven't listened to that. For, I haven't heard that forever. Yeah. Because they don't listen to their own recorded no, catalog. No. They play it every night. Right. Patrick Simmons doesn't listen to Blackwater on the headphones. No. And, uh, but I, lo- I especially love his stuff. I, his songs on these albums yeah. I think are great. And so I picked one, uh, Toulouse Street from the, uh, their second album. This has prostitutes on the cover. Yeah, basically. No, it doesn't. But it might be about prostitutes. 
Aren't there some naked ladies on the cover of this album? I think it's just the dude sitting in like a dark room. I don't think so. I'll look closer next time. <laughs> You'll enjoy the cover a lot. Yeah, more. I will. But maybe enjoy the dudes in the dark room. Yeah, yeah that's not my thing, but... <laughs> Faces they smile when I follow flee Doors without windows all shattered tight again I just might pass this way again I just might pass this way again I just might pass this way I just might pass this way again. We nice. good? Yeah. We're good. Never. I, I don't know that song. You don't? No, yeah, I have I, these albums because I bought the um, I bought the uh, the Warner Brothers album box set because it was like fifty bucks on mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's why I've been doing a lot of that lately. I'm like lately. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I like the Doobies hits. Let's get into these yeah, albums. But yeah. I haven't. Uh, I loaded it all in the iTunes, but I haven't delved right. into it yet. That's the thing, and you, uh, you'll see me. I respond to a lot of your tweets and stuff with Doobie Brother answers yeah, because yeah. I feel like some. I feel like I'm the one kind of out there beating the drum, because a band like the Eagles get all the attention and all the money and all the respect. And to, yeah. I, I'm not an Eagles fan. Yeah. To me, they're very similar, but one is clearly better and yet doesn't get the attention they deserve. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, I, every little chance I get to like, no, just listen, it's so good. You I know? think a lot of people <clears throat> still think that the Doobie Brothers are Michael McDonald's yeah, band. And yeah. they're so great. I mean, I've seen them many times in the past 10 years. They're never great. Really? Oh my God, what are you doing? I know. The last few times, I mean, I will admit, I've, been a, I've only became a fan maybe six or seven years ago. Uh, Tom so Johnston and Patrick I know. Simmons are amazing. And every time they come through, it's... Uh, you know, I've got something else or they're with some band I don't care about. Yeah. And you know, which happens a lot. I think I saw them with <clears throat> bad company and that was a pretty great, Ooh, that would be band. a great yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, Tom Johnston looks great. They look, they yeah. look great. I remember I saw him on an interview once and he said it was so great being in the Doobie brothers. He said, because it was a faceless band. He mm-hmm. goes, I could mm-hmm. walk my daughter to school. Yeah. No one, no one knew what I did. Right. No one knew what I did for a living. No one yeah. knew I was in a band. I had hits on the radio. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and yes, there are two distinctly different bands, the Michael McDonald version yeah. and the Tom version. I mean, there, I is, there, there are like, t- there's one crossover album with Tom and yeah. Michael are both um, there. Living on the fault line? Fault line, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's totally different. It's, yeah. it's more adult contemporary. But I think they're both good. They're I mean, both good. And look, Michael McDonald, you can call him a guilty pleasure, whatever you want. That voice is amazing. That stuff is great. Yeah. I just, I want to like beat the drum for the doobies. And that's what we're, and you did. And I, I tried. Now I'm not going to beat the drum for this band, even though I love them. But they're these guys aren't touring. These are the Bay City Rollers. Mm. I love the I love the uh, the Bay City Rollers. I often check to see if even 
the vocalist is out there touring, mm-hmm. but um, not yet. They're one of those bands I honestly don't know that much about, and <clears throat> I'm starting to hear them more and more now. Yeah. And every time I do, I think, that, that is really good. I got to go dig in, but I never do. They like plaid. Yeah, they're Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay, my next one is uh, one of those mental patient songs All right. that you like to pick. I like to say uh, that. Sundown from Gordon Lightfoot. This guy's out there touring right now. My brother and sister-in-law just saw them. They said they saw some super skinny skeletal guy on the side of the stage taking hits of oxygen. Yeah. And they're like, Jesus, who's that? And then the lights came up. They go, that's Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. I don't understand why. He's got to be 80-something. And yeah. he's, he's like a ghost. Every time you see he's so frail. Yeah. What could, why could he possibly need to keep doing this? Unless because, he doesn't own anything or he's got a couple of ex-wives. when he stops doing it is the day he'll probably die. Probably. Probably so, true. Yeah. It's yeah. sad. Somebody like him deserves to just sit home and relax in Canada, and he can't. No, he's still out there, so here we go. Sundown. Legend has it that that is written for Kathy Smith, who gave Belushi his uh, lethal injection. Really? Yeah, yeah. He had a he was had a romantic relationship with her. Was she some kind of like groupie type? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a GTO. Yeah, yeah. often cited as a notorious groupie, uh, Kathy Smith. Wow. Yeah, I know. Imagine going from Jim Bel- uh, John Belushi to uh, Gordon Lightfoot. I think she was with Gordon Lightfoot. First, I think, okay. yeah, and then, but still, just like uh, I don't know if she was in a relationship with John though. I think they were just oh. hanging out and doing drugs. I know John was married, but you just hear about how crazy and wild he was. Yeah. I just assume he's marriage means nothing to him in that moment. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that he cheated on his wife though, Judith, Judith Belushi. Yeah, I don't know I if know. he did. I think he just hung. I think he was just a party guy and like yeah. hanging with males, females, whoever. Right. But it's you know, it's. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. There's gonna be there's a two disc uh, compilation coming out from is it, are they called Gone Music or Good mm. Gone Music or something? But uh, a new uh, Gordon Lightfoot two disc mm. retrospective. Do you think anyone needs that? Well, if you don't own any of it, yeah, okay. Like I don't, so maybe really? I would. But I, I wonder have Gordon's how many gold or I have one. Yeah, I wonder how many songs on a two disc set. There'd be a lot. It's of, a lot. I, I, I have like a twenty song <laughs> single disc, and I only really need Sundown, Edmund Fitzgerald. Maybe if you could read my mind. Yeah, there's not much else. Yeah, you're right. All I right. mean, they're nice. They're all pleasant songs, but you're yeah. not gonna. You know, there's not that much. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, here's a band I saw, and well, I'll tell you about them. Okay. So I'm just a few years ago. Uh, America. Ah, I almost picked one. Used to laugh. Mm-hmm. Used to cry. Used to bow our heads then. Wonder why. And now you're gone. I guess I'll have 
produced by George Martin, but mm. a majority of their hits yeah. albums were produced by George Martin. I I mean that that one greatest hits album of theirs that everybody has yes. is perfect. It's perfect. I it's almost, one of the best greatest hits albums. I agree. And I almost brought Ventura Highway and I thought that might be a little too on the nose. And then I took Ventura Highway to get here to there your you place today. I was uh, kind of kicking myself. And uh, I I they autographed that for me. They autographed they? that vinyl yeah. for me uh, when I saw them. Uh the one guy sang uh, who's in the band right now? It's uh, Dewey is the one guy, and Peter is the other guy. I don't I think know if it's. I don't know if it's. Is his name Peter? I'm blanking. Uh, Dewey and, and Jerry. Jerry, that's De- it. Yeah. yeah. Dewey Bennell uh-huh. and Jerry Beckley. Yes. But um, one of the guys sang very quietly. Really. And one of the guys was horribly off key. Really. For the whole show, like my friend Chip and I again free tickets. Yeah. And they just start, and I, he was like. Does that sound right to you? No. I go, I go, no, it doesn't, but maybe maybe they can just get in the sound. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, three songs later, like, it's really bad, right? That's this rough. sounds really bad. That's He's rough. like, yep, this is not good. And uh, I go, well, we got to stay because I want to get their autographs. <laughs> but uh, I should be able to get them one. I think they I live keep out me, here. I keep me, same thing. I keep meaning to reach out to them and haven't done it yet. I mean, I mean as I've, you know, as I've just made fun of them for uh-huh. the performance. Right. But uh, yeah, it was not, it was not a good show. It's too bad. I've never seen them. Yeah. I do love them, though. Go for free, if possible. I'll try. Um, Okay. I'm going to go with someone you may have on your list somewhere. I don't, but he's one of my favorites. I knew you would. I knew you'd say that. I love him so much. Yeah, James Taylor. Not the song I would have picked, but deep track here. Um, This is my favorite James Taylor song off of what I believe is the only James Taylor album anyone needs. And I know you're going to argue with me on that. I'm starting to have this feeling like maybe James Taylor is... I don't know if overrated is the right oh, word. You and Murray. I know. Well, I love the guy. Everybody loves the guy. But other than a greatest hits package and this album, there's really nothing else. I, I don't think you need anything else. Let me, uh, okay. Well, this this is from Sweet Baby James. Yeah. And that is, uh, that's a killer album. That's the album. Yeah, so this is from uh, Sweet Baby James. And you're yeah. right about the. This is a killer album. Yes. Perfect album, short and sweet. I love this song so much. And it's basically two songs kind of stuck together. Mm-hmm. And I, it was hard to find a good cue for this. So I'm picking something in the middle during the transition. Do you have a time for Oh, me? I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Two minutes and 15 seconds. Two minutes and 15 seconds. Let me cue it up the old-fashioned way by just locking it in. We are locked in at 2.15. Nice. Here we go. Someday I will be 
catch a common cold Wanna hear a saxophone When I let the good times roll, baby Slide me a bass trombone Walk me down old funky street I think that's great. Both of both of those songs are excellent, and to kind of you know munch them together like that is great. Okay, I'll tell you what albums to get. Oh, okay. and um, so Sweet Baby James is uh, he has two albums that sold three million copies. Mm-hmm. Sweet Baby James, mm-hmm. and one of the other ones that I would recommend from 1977, JT. Yeah, I I had that album. I didn't like it. Oh, I love it so much. But I know you do. I know. Um, I, I'm open to being wrong. Then I would recommend uh, from 75 uh, an album called Gorilla, mm-hmm. which I think is a really underrated hidden gem. Okay. I also like Flag. Mm. And I do like Dad Loves His Work. Mm. Those are the ones that I would recommend for people. You know, I mm-hmm. like them all, yeah. but I would... Oh, well, it's not true. I don't like them all. I do not like In, in the Pocket is not great. Walking Man is not great. I have Mudslide Slim, too. It's, nah. it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not as good as Sweet Baby James. No, it's not. All right. But uh, yeah, I love James Taylor. I think his playing and singing in his 70s are still effortless. Yeah. There's Just, something so comforting about James Taylor, don't you think? Uh, yeah, for sure. And he's kind of a messed up dude as well behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, by, manic depressive and former drug addict and all these things. Yeah, heroin. Yeah, another one of these guys where the persona is so comforting and avuncular, but in behind the scenes, he's kind of messed up and tortured. Uh, this guy is a guy that I really would love to have on the show. He lives in Ohio, sent him an email, told him that I was thinking about doing a, a live show, bringing the, bringing the podcast on the mm-hmm. road and would he be open to it? And he, he didn't answer me back, but <laughs> it's never stopped me before. So I'll reach out again. Maybe he didn't get it, but we'll try. Uh, this is Eric Carmen is never going to fall in love again. Yeah, I do like Eric Carmen. Yeah, he's another one I've never compl- I've never like gone that deep on. Yeah, raspberries and then all mm-hmm. that solo stuff. Yeah, I know I need to. I've had people on who have worked with him, but I have not gone like deep on his catalog. Who, who's your number one dream guest? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's interesting you say that. I get asked that a lot. And my is it answer- me? Uh, close, right. Right. close. I don't play. Top, an, I don't play an instrument. Top. <laughs> you'd be one thousand and one. So just outside of my all time right. favorite list. Damn it. Anyway. My number one pick for years <clears throat> has always been Mark Hollis, the lead singer of Talk Talk, who just died about a month ago. And he I'm, hasn't I'm done... amazed that you didn't... Uh, the... Wait, you did have him on. No, I had someone else from, from Talk, Talk Talk recently, That's right. That's and it, right. was not, it didn't go very well. It was really uncomfortable. It was kind of a letdown. And then uh, the same week that that episode comes out, he dies, which was kind of shocking. That's and weird. he hasn't done an interview in 20 years. Okay. But I've decided, and you'll appreciate this, I think my new number one dream guest is Steve Winwood. 
Oh, that would be cool. That would be very, yeah. very good. Because he's done so much, yep. done all these different styles. Yep. What, you know, what, what's the psychology behind doing that? Mm -hmm. I love him. He doesn't do interviews very often, if ever, which yeah. makes it kind of enticing. Yep. And uh, I saw him in concert a while back, and he didn't play any 80s material at no all. No Back in the High Life. No. None of, he, played, well, he played Back in the High Life okay. on a little mandolin or whatever. I think James Taylor's on that song. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. But he didn't, you know, no role with it, no higher love, no, none of that stuff. Wow. Which is all the stuff that, when you see a chance, that's all the stuff that like restarted his career. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Those guys, like Bruce Hornsby will pull stuff like that too, where he, he's known for these, built a career off these hits, yeah. but he won't play them, or at least not play them the way you want to hear. Kind of bullshit, isn't it? Well, it just, it takes balls to do that. Did he, did he play, he played songs you knew though? He did play Steve like- Steve Winwood? Yeah, he played- most, For the most part, Give yeah. me some lovin'. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. A lot of spark stuff of High Heel Boys? Yeah, a lot of stuff on the Hammond, a lot of Traffic, a lot of Spencer Davis, and the old, you know, Blind Faith, that kind of stuff. Give, Can't find give, my way home. Give it all, give it all to the people. That's my, that's, because uh, I would love to talk to him about the psychology of like, why, why don't you do that? Are you, a, are you, you know, ashamed? See, Rundgren doesn't do yeah. it. He, I saw him, oh, I've told boy. this, again, I've told this story before. But when I tell a story more than once, it's for uh, it's for people that maybe are new listeners. <laughs> you say that all the time, and it's this. Uh, we've heard these stories a billion times, and it's oh, here we go. Do you know this story? This I, I'm sure, I, probably, probably. He was doing a great a couple years ago. He was doing a greatest hits tour, mm -hmm. and uh, second song in, a guy yells out a song, and Todd Rundgren said. Uh, sir, we have a set list for tonight. He goes, and I guarantee there's going to be songs on it that you like. Mm -hmm. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. He said, and I guarantee you the best way to not hear a song you want to hear is to yell it out. I respect him for saying that, to be honest, <laughs> actually. But man, time, at times, the I always check the Rundgren set list before mm -hmm. I go. Because sometimes it's just... It's not, it's like four hits. Let me tell you, I- And, and um, 16 songs that are deep. Let me tell you, that's the experience I had. So I'm fairly new to this Todd Rundgren mm -hmm. stuff. And a few years ago, well, three or four, he came through Denver. Mm -hmm. And I think it was billed as a like spontaneous evening with Tom Todd Rundgren okay. or something like that. I love and Tom I, Rundgren. Tom is great. <laughs> He's Todd's a little better. He plays all the hits. Right. So I'm thinking, this is my chance. I've been, I've always meant to see what this is all about. I'll go. It was the worst concert I've ever seen. Yeah, because it, he half the songs he played, most of them were like made up uh, themes to like old radio shows that he grew up on, or TV shows, or like jokey things mm -hmm. he was making up at the spot. And then he would turn around and he'd go to a to the piano and he'd play something that you knew, but it's like the sound was low. It was so half-hearted, you knew he didn't care. Yeah, and then he'd come back and sing, you know the themed a bonanza or something like that. And that, and it was all night like that. And I just, and I'm the youngest guy in the room by far. Everyone else is loving this. The cult of Todd is huge. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. And he had Cassim Sultan there and Prairie Prince yeah, yeah, and yeah. all those guys. I hated it. Let me see. I'm going to look up right now. I'm just going to see as we record on Sunday, March 31st, I want to see what the most recent Todd Rundgren set list is. This is from this is from just a couple days ago. This is well, two weeks ago, March seventeenth. Uh, how come it's not? How come the computer? Is this on setlist.fm? Yeah, but for some reason, huh. it's not really. It's not showing it to me. Some of them aren't on, aren't on there. This is very strange. Yeah. Huh. Huh. 
I don't know. I don't know either. This is good radio. Yeah, it really is. Riveting stuff. Uh, Okay, this is from February 13th, 2019. He opens with a Cheap Trick cover, Hello Mm -hmm. There. Then he plays a song called Cliché. Then he plays Brand New Key by Melanie. Uh Uh, Oh, this looks like he's just doing a bunch of covers. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Uh, wow, this is okay. Well, yeah, that just that proves our point. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever he wants to do, he does what he what he wants. Uh, okay, you're next up. You got a song? Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is a fun one. I love this song. This is "Let Your Love Grow" from the Bellamy Brothers. Let your love flow. Did I say flow? You yes, said grow. Flow. Either one. another duo that if you put them in a lineup with seals and crofts and england dan and john ford coley you mix them all up you wouldn't know who would go with who no they all are very similar it'd be One like a I, really weird key party it, <laughs> gross they'd all go home with a different guy right these guys are interesting because they're mostly country yeah uh, i didn't which i didn't know i a few years ago i was like i love that song let's get a greatest hits and it's almost all country, country. songs are the, are the other songs good <clears throat> yeah it, yeah um i mean it, i've <clears throat> I like that. You kind okay, of stuff. John? You need another water? Well, I keep guzzling a little bit here and there. Um, sorry, you're gonna see. I would have edited all this stuff out. You're gonna leave it. No, in. I'm not gonna edit out you <laughs> coughing. It's 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 real life. It's real life. It's it's good radio too. Anyway, yeah, they're nice. This what, is by I have far a the cough best button? song. Maybe a cough button. Yeah, right? that'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, this is a song. I, I had this on the list, and it was on Todd Rundgren's most recent set list. And this is Melanie. I had this one in the running too. Brand new key. I rode my bicycle past your window last night. Reminds me of Fiona Apple's I voice. I can totally hear that, yeah. Your door at daylight. It almost seems like you're avoiding me. I'm okay alone, but you got something I need. Well, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Love to have Fiona Apple, and I can't find any information on her. She lives out here. Does she really? I can't find She's any. She's a trip. That would yeah. be a difficult one, I think. Uh, I, I, I get a kick out of it. Really? I think so. She's so unhinged. By the <laughs> way, doesn't that song just sound exactly like Mungo Jerry? That um, uh, I don't know if I know Mungo Jerry. What's the? Uh, oh, um, is that a tube song? No, it's that's the name of the band, and their famous song is um, "Talking in the Mic." Yeah. <laughs> Well, I figure you're going to look. Uh, I'm not looking. Folks, Mungo Jerry's one and only song um, that's got the like guy blowing into the, the jug band sound. Um, is it Jerry with a J or a G? J. There it is. Mungo Jerry. It's, uh, 
I'm looking it up. In the summertime. Yes, in the summertime. Da, 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 da. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, it does. Yeah, You're yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway. Way to steal it, Melanie. Yeah, somebody <laughs> stole from somebody. Is Melanie alive? I believe she is because I was just researching her the other day to see if I could get her on the show. Is it hard to have someone on the show that, well, no, because you do that. They, if they just have a couple of hits, you want to know how they sustain mm-hmm. yeah. their life from that money. Yeah. And I find it really interesting when you go from nothing to something and back to nothing again, you know? Yeah. I mean, what's that? When you wake up that next morning and you realize, I can't make it as a professional well, musician anymore. Fee Wable manages, mm-hmm. um, uh, what do you call it? Real, um, like real, a management real, yeah. or a, a retail uh, Retail apartments, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Manages or business. Like, I think it's like business. Like if when you see like a strip mall, that yeah, type of thing. Right. It's what he does. He goes in there, and I, from what he told me, I believe he goes in there and like fixes the electricity himself. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? They don't know who he is. No, right. Well, they don't. I mean, so yeah, maybe they probably once don't. In a while, no, you're probably like, right. Are you Fee Weibo? Right, right. Who but knows uh, for how the most part, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna introduce my next song. I just play it because from the beginning. Yeah, because this song to me, it's just it'd be like your grandma walking in the front door and be like, "Oh, it's so good to see you." It just makes me happy. I would be a little more hot. I would be hot for maybe. This I guess woman. I don't. I mean, yes, you would be hot. Still, yes. maybe. But this song is just it's just makes you happy. It's a burst of sunshine to me. All right, let's do it. Just like you've done before And wrap my heart Round your little Yeah. Great tune. Grandma may have been the... I, I'm just thinking of... She just, is, no, she's like definitely... Welcoming, she's grandma age. Well, she is, but I'm just thinking of a welcoming presence. Yeah, yeah. You hear those um, those first piano chords, and you're just like, ah, oh, it's so good to hear you again. Only artist with a theme park. Yeah, very true. Right? Yeah, very true. Why don't, I know of, anyway. How, yeah. did, how does Kiss never have a theme park? Well, haven't they probably invested in something like that and it gone to pot like everything else they do? <laughs> Maybe. Like restaurants and football teams? Maybe. Oh, that rock and bruise. I, I had the worst food there once. It's really? It's not good. I've never been there. People told me, tell me it's good, but I, I, my experience was not good. I, aren't all those places just the same? It's all just heat lamp food, you know, chili like cheese it. fries, cooking on, you know, yeah. heat being heated under it's, some lamp. It's not, it's not. I can't uh, imagine. Great cuisine. Yeah. Uh, now I know she didn't ask me who my dream guest was and that's a little rude. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of rude. <laughs> just want to throw it out there. Uh, yeah. What's your dream? I feel like I know, I should know already. I do too, but I, I tried for this guy just a couple weeks ago and his people, his PR person said, that's, it's almost impossible. He's not, he just doesn't do interviews and it's uh, Jackson Brown. Oh, really? But I feel like he's right here. Like I'm right on top yeah. of him and I love him so much. I kind of hate Jackson Brown. I, that's cool. I, I get it. I know. But I love him so much and yeah. he's a, he's, he's a, a good citizen of the planet. Yeah, he's always he trying to do, does a lot of activist stuff mm-hmm. and a lot of charity stuff and, 
and I would just and I love his catalog. So yeah, that so mm. he's he's definitely in the top. He would be great. Yeah. with you. I think he would really enjoy it. Yeah. What I've been told though is if, but you have to hide all your plastic bottled water. Really? Got, he it's like his biggest pet peeve. So huh. I would have like a pitcher and some glasses. Right. Because they're like, <laughs> don't even have it around. He just really would, he hates it. Okay. And huh. I guess he would just go on about it. Yeah, I could see that. And then, um, and then Chrissy Hind. Yeah, well, Chrissy I've, Hind. Of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. And uh, could you yeah. not make that happen? I would think. Is she, she never lives, around she here? She lives in London. Yeah. But uh, I think I just read that she's going to be in town for something. So I do have, you know, I yeah. have the information. Right. So I will reach out. And um, she doesn't have anything to promote right now, though. And I think she's one of those people that, what am I going to talk about? I know. Like that. I wish people didn't think that way because I'm I wish they so much either. more interested when they're not promoting something. Mm-hmm. I've had a back and forth with, forth with Mickey Dolan so many times. Really? And he's just like, oh, I got nothing to promote. Then when he did have stuff to promote, he's like, I'm really busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like that happens to me too. Uh, contact me when I when you see I have something to promote. And, and we'll he's do right it. out and here, and I never hear from him. And again. I and him and his daughters they have like a woodworking. Yeah, I've heard business. about that. And yeah. I'm like, and I put an email. I say you can talk about that. You can promote <laughs> right. that as much as you want. We're going to talk about your music career and the Hollywood yeah. vampires, and you can whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. But you know, it's that's disheartening. I tried yeah. to get Peter Twork on because he's the one you hear from the least. So I thought yeah, he might yeah. have the most interesting story. I never hear about it, anything from him now. Mm-mm. Nope, <laughs> those days are over. Uh, okay, is it my okay. turn? Um, is it? Did I? Yeah, I think so. I just Dolly. did Dolly. Yeah. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna play a song. Uh-huh. You're gonna play a song. Okay. I'm gonna play a song. Okay. And then you're gonna pick a play out. Really, we're done. Well, we're. I'm. A, this is my seventeenth song. Goodness, which means you told you've, me to bring twenty five. I, I have so many here. Well, okay. you have to, we'll have to make a hard and fast okay, choice. Okay. We're at one one hour and fifty one minutes. Goodness, and we're okay. recording two tonight. Yeah, that's true. So okay, okay. is that good with you? Whatever you say. Whatever you say. Well, it's not. I want to make sure you have a good time. I well, I'm going to have a good time. I feel guilt. I feel bad for these people, but yeah, I'll I'll make some cuts. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I got to say, uh, f you, Bobby Sherman, Pablo Cruz, and is it Pablo? It's Pablo. Pablo <laughs> and Ambrosia, right there. I just did. I'm just. Gonna, Those were yours. Uh, well, I'm going to knock them off right now. Okay. Because okay. I have I have more songs too. Because I did tell you to bring a lot of songs. Yeah. Yeah. But we've done a lot of uh, talking and nonsense. We have. Too. We have. Yeah. No, was, we, Which we, is fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a part two someday. When you listen to our show and we talk for 20 minutes up top. Without playing any music. Are uh-huh. you okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I, do you really want to know what I think about something? Yeah. I, think, I feel like talking about whether uh, you like album covers is a bit of a dead end. <laughs> Every time that comes up. And I know that that's probably Kyle's thing. And yeah. you know, we love Kyle. I get a kick out of when he <clears throat> makes fun of album covers. Because he doesn't like any of them. And so that, <laughs> so nothing is ever good enough, and it's just. It's, what would he think of these Robbie Dupree oh, and this yeah. and this he would, Stephen Bishop? That, yeah, he would see. He, there's see, I don't have a problem with any of this, but he would. You guys would just find reasons to be negative because well, that's would, more well, funny. Look, this this okay. This Stephen yeah, that Bishop was a little cover, weird. The font is terrible. The album's called Red Cab to Manhattan, and. He's he's got like a, a yellow jacket on and he's pulling up over his face. Heavy, heavy eye makeup. Heavy on eye there. makeup. Mas- is he? Yeah. The, is he the shadow? Is that I what he's doing? <laughs> Only the shadow knows. So this, you got to admit, that's not that's, a good. No, it's not. It's not. What I can't believe. My least favorite thing about your show is when you do the album cover thing, and here we are doing the album cover thing. I know this is not good lighting on Robbie Dupree here. Yeah, but that's, that's too... perfectly fine. No that, one's going to go up. And I don't be... mind that one. 
That's what that one's pretty tough. That's yeah. from his classic second album. Classic, classic second album. <laughs> With the album. featuring the hit single Saturday Night, which I no listened to it and bug. I still didn't know yeah, it. No, I know. Um, we'll give those away because they got great album covers. They are They're suitable good. for framing. <laughs> um, whose turn? It's my turn. Your turn. Okay, this is um, this is a song I totally forgot about until the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack came out, and this is uh, the artist is Elvin Bishop, but the singer is Mickey Thomas mm. from Jefferson Starship and Starship. This is fooled around and fell in love. Mm-hmm. I must have been through about a million girls. I love them and I leave them alone. I didn't care how much they cried, no sir. The tears left me cold. Mickey Thomas would be a fun person to talk to. I just to. emailed him the other day, but I haven't heard back. You know who else lives out here? They live in uh, they live in Malibu. I think she's seventy eight. Goodness, uh, Grace Slick. She doesn't do anything anymore, though. She's re- she's retired from I think even interviews. Not even for me. Uh, maybe for you. Come down here. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I contact China Kantner and see if she can hook me up. Good luck. Yeah. By the way, I don't know China Kantner. I was going to say, she would be fun to talk to, too. An old maybe, DJ. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. What's uh, she done since MTV? Uh, I don't know. Nothing that I can think of. Living off her Paul Kantner and mm-hmm. Grace Slick money? That's what I would think, yeah. 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 Grace she, Slick would probably be so ballsy and funny. Yeah, and she would be. Wouldn't give a fuck still. She would, she would give zero fucks. Zero. Yeah, she would be great. It's a shame that, because she would be so... She could be a fun kind of like talking head out there. And yeah. It's unfortunate that she just is like, I don't want anything yeah. to do with anything. Do you swear, John? I do. I try not to very often on the air because my wife and mother-in-law listen to a lot of things that I do. Hmm. Will they be listening to this one? <laughs> I don't know. But in case they do, I'm trying to keep it in check. Does your wife swear? No. Not at all? Not at all. All right. And I don't swear around. I said this. Yeah. I've said this many times. The story I've told a million times. No, I don't <laughs> swear around my kids. They've never heard, heard me swear. Really? Uh, my daughter heard me for the first time recently. You, what of, was the word? Just I said, sh- no, I, I think I said shit. Right. A buddy of mine and I got in a fight at like one o'clock in the morning on the phone. Mm-hmm. And um, she heard me. She's down the hall. Yeah. She wakes up. She hears me yelling at my friend. But she's 11, so that's, you know, it took 11 years for her. Yeah, so. that's a good long time. <clears throat> yeah. It's not a terrible one. No, no. So it's yeah, I mean, in my, poop. in my regular life, yeah, I do swear sometimes, but I try to keep it in check. Yeah. 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 Yeah, on here I swear sometimes. I know, I've noticed. I swear, because I feel like it's... Yeah. You know, no, I know. That's uh, you know, it's real all, life. All yeah. shows are marked explicit. Mine are too. Yeah. So, because you, you don't know what your guests are going to say. I, it's exactly right. And I got to be honest, I don't know how to put the explicit tag on some and not others. I only know how to put it as the, like the blanket. Where do you where do you upload your thing from? Podbean. I don't know how Podbean works, but I know on uh, Art Nineteen and on Libsyn there is a. You is can, there? You can click none, or you can click clean, or you can uh, click, click explicit. I don't know how to do that, so I just put them all as explicit. And yeah, better yeah. safe than sorry. Yeah, for sure. All right, what's your next Tell tune? me again. I've got three more. Is that what we're doing? You're going to play one. 
I'm going to play one, then you're going to play. A, then I'll let you play one and then the play out. Yeah, let me have three. You can have okay, three. Okay, I only have I, one more and you're getting, how does that work? I get one more, you get three. Well, That's I'm fine. the guest. That's true. I, I came all the way down here. I'm fine. It's good. Okay. From Denver. Yes. I mean, boy, I've got like 10 more songs to go, but we're going to cut them down. Okay, this one, uh, I'm going to stick with this one because it reminds me of the song we just heard from Dolly Parton. It's a similar kind of sunniness okay. to this song. And it's, uh, it's uh, Laughter in the Rain by Neil Sedaka. From the top? From the top, yes, I'm sorry. All right. get the award for the guy on the show who looks the least likely to be <laughs> so a, true a recording star that is very very true <clears throat> but he's a great songwriter great songwriter good yeah. singer too yeah yeah he's probably I, I remember seeing him on like you know i'll date myself but you know on the you know in the 70s mm-hmm. when i would see when my grandparents would be watching mike mm-hmm. douglas or something sure. he'd be on. seemed funny yeah nice. yeah affable guy that's um, a great tune yeah, it is a great tune yeah okay here's my apologies uh apologies to Walter Egan, I was going to do Magnet and Steel. Mm-hmm. We both had him on our shows. Yeah. He was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we covered a lot of the same territory with him. Probably. But um, he had great stuff to do, yeah. to say. Uh, Barry Manilow, I was going to do Could It Be Magic, because mm-hmm. I love that. A couple actors who sang, I was going to play David Sewell, mm-hmm. Sewell, Don't Give Up On Us, and John uh, Travolta, Let Her In. I had that. I almost brought that yeah. one, too. And I line. almost brought uh, Carol Burnett singing Rainy Days and Mondays. Wow. Yeah. And then the Tarzan yell at the end (laughs) it's legit dark lady by Cher Mm. Uh, sad eyes by Robert John that's the one I tried to sing to my wife today Mm. she's like I don't know what that is I don't know if I even remember that uh, yeah I'm not going to play it it's apologies everything I own by bread I had that one on the list too I love that track from his uh, from his classic second album Bish I was going to (laughs) play everybody needs love Mm -hmm. and then I had Olivia Newton-John I was going to do Sam Mm. I don't know that one Sam, Sam, you know who I am. Mm. Listen to it later. Okay, or, or enjoy my version. Well, your version was great. Uh, and I'm just this is this is uh, this is kind of an obvious choice. Uh, it's Carol King, mm. but I love I love Carol King so much. I don't sure. just love Tapestry. I love really. I love the uh, the albums that came before wow. that, and uh, and a couple after that are really mm. good stuff. But uh, this song is just it's an undeniable classic. This is so far away. Good one. So far away Doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore It would be so fine to see your face at my door It doesn't help to know You're just time away Long ago I reached for you Again 
this would also be a, a dream guest of mine. Yeah, Carol King. She's great. Um, I have uh, I have people that know her. Mm. She's I think she still lives in Idaho, so she's not mm. mm-hmm. out here too often. But uh, her, I think she, uh, her kids live out here. Yeah, so, and grand, yeah. grandkids too. So I should see if I can get her on the phone. The old phone. Oh, That's so how now I do it. It's a contest. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a contest. <laughs> You've laid down the gauntlet. That's it. Um, all right, you're up. Okay. So you're gonna play two back to back. Oh, am I? Okay. Y- yeah. Then we're gonna promote. Okay. okay. And then you play a playout song. Okay. Wait, two back to back, and then the playout song. Isn't that right? Or no? One, One promote promote playout, playout song. song. Okay. You just fucked yourself out of doing an extra song. Gosh. I'm sorry for your uh, mom and uh, your wife. Uh, you uh, bamboozled yourself <laughs> right. out of it. What if I Thanks went through and edited out all the uh, the swears? Beep. What if you just put beeps in there every time? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so annoying. That would be kind of annoying. Uh, Paul Underwood, I'll send you this file. You can beep everything out. <laughs> uh, okay, I think I'm going to go with Kenny Loggins because uh, Kenny's great. And uh, I especially, well, I like a lot of, I like the 70s and 80s Kenny. After that, I lose interest. But um so Kenny Loggins this is a guy that I've tried to yeah. get many times. Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah, I have. I just emailed him the other day. And what happened? Nothing. <laughs> See, this is the hard work that we put into this. Like, it's nonstop just emailing people, yeah. trying to get uh, trying to get guests. It is. I'm going to put this out here, and this will probably extremely jinx it for me. But I've got John Anderson from Yes on the hook. Really? He has a solo album coming out. Yes. And I have. Quite a nice, uh, quite a quite a nice rapport with his people, and the guy keeps telling me he really wants to make this happen. Really, John lives up in Santa Barbara, but he said he will be down in L.A. doing some stuff. So, I mean, that's my prog rock bullshit show. Yeah, that's interesting you say that because when I looked up Kenny just the other day, whatever his management company is mm-hmm. or whatever handles John Anderson, there and what there was one other guy on the list that I really wanted too. Um, yeah, I don't know if people really, I would say two thirds of the people that I try to contact, I never hear a word from. Yeah, it's difficult. And it's, it's difficult. Are you, are you being, uh, annoying or persistent? You know, yeah, it's hard. Exactly. I exactly. just keep going until they tell me no, I really, really, do. yeah. How, how frequently if I don't hear anything, I might wait mm. a month and then three months yeah. and then six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tw- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, uh, this, this trick works. Sometimes I throw down, like if I don't hear anything from mm-hmm. them, I say, hey, I've been doing this almost nine years. I just wanted to let you know, you're the first PR person <laughs> to never contact me back. Really? To never, And I'll tell you That's what. genius. Immediately they answer you. Yes. Oh my God, I'm sorry. This was caught in my spam. Whatever lie yeah, they tell. Right, right, right. Whatever fucking yeah. lie. Yeah. But uh, that works always. I'm going to play that card. Yeah, it's great. I like great. that a lot. It's really okay. great. Okay. Because you just say, yeah, I've reached yeah. out to you three times and I have to be honest and all the time and keep, throw out a number. <laughs> you're the first PR person to never I've even I've even if it's been really bad I, I will tag it with a, uh, <laughs> I would tag it with whoever let's say I'm trying to get whoever uh-huh. the person was Patrick yeah. Simmons yeah. Say, I would say I'd say is that what the Doobie Brothers are paying you for <laughs> right. to not get back to people ooh that's I mean, just cold that's really yeah that's really cool that's if yeah. I'm really feeling pissy yeah but okay this is uh, Kenny yeah, Loggins minute nine I believe in love Love. 
I think that's a blast. That is a blast. I don't know that song. Really? Yeah. It's good. I love it. I know the title track, Celebrate Me Home. Mm-hmm. It's always on my Christmas mix. Yep. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's do some promoting real quick. Okay. Uh, I have a Patreon page. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. Uh, $2 a month win prizes. And I got guys, I have so many prizes. When John's staying at my house tonight, when he gets back home, he's going to see the stack of books and DVDs and vinyl LPs and stuff that are coming up for giveaway. Uh, at the time of this record, it's March 31st. Tomorrow's April 1st. One lucky winner tomorrow is going to win a five LP vinyl box set of the zombies. Mm. I mean, that's huge for two bucks a month. Yeah. That's great because I have never won anything. You've never won anything? That's not true. I won the Walter Egan CD, actually. <laughs> I think the guy you had on your show. <laughs> right. It, it was autographed. Uh, yeah, it was. Because when yeah. people, are, when guys, like, you know, next week is, uh, at the time of this record, the next episode that will air, it's totally crazy, uh, Randy Bachman, he signed <laughs> a bunch of CDs for me, and the produ- his, uh, his documentary, I'm going to have four DVD copies of the awesome. documentary to give out. Great. So, I mean, I'm always working the angles on getting prizes. It's so easy to get prizes, John. Is it? So easy. I, books I books it. are like, it's like a cup of water. I mean, really? like if I, because uh, I'll just state, I'll say, hey, I saw Roger Daltrey's new biographies coming out. I'd like to get five copies for mm-hmm. giveaway. Pff, done. It's like books are no See, big See, most deal. of the time, maybe it's because I deal with a lot of just individuals. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work as much. And I gotta be honest, sometimes, like, you know, Blixa sent me those Robbie Dupree CDs. Yeah. I want them. I kept them right, for right. myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. And so I want extra copies to give away, but they don't always do that. So, yeah, I uh, two of the Robbie Dupree's I opened and I loaded it into my yeah. iTunes. But, you know, the rest of the stuff is all yeah. new. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. I'll load mm-hmm. it in my iTunes if I want it. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, well, if I get five books, I, I'll, and it's a book I was going to buy, I'll yeah. keep a book and give four away. But sure. that's, you know, yeah. that's how it goes. I know. Um, we are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is still at Kyle Dotson Funny. Uh, John, where are you at on Twitter? At the Hustle Pod. And do you have a website? We, uh, well, we're on Facebook and we have, you know, the hustle.podbean.com. So like you on Facebook? Yeah, like the Facebook page. Right. Both of us review nice reviews on uh, iTunes. Do. Yeah. And um, we, have a, we have a website, rocksolidpodcast.com. That's where you can find everything. T-shirts, link to the Patreon. Uh, all the episodes are there too. So, so thanks for listening. John, thanks for being here. You got a playout song for us. Yeah. Let me know if I got to cue this one up. Um, you're gonna yeah, do you your, will. You got lots of apologies. Here. I do, yeah. I'm going to apologize to Steely Dan, to Ambrosia, to Al Stewart, Mary McGregor, Dobie Gray, Cliff Richard, Starbuck, Peter McCann. Um, but the playout song I'm going to go with has been a recent mental patient tune for me. Plus it kills two birds with one stone. This is Art Garfunkel doing a version of Stevie Wonder's I Believe When I Fall in Love, It'll Be Forever. This is gorgeous. I actually like it better than the original. I'm a giant Stevie Wonder fan. Cue it up to a minute, 17 seconds and let it Want me to just take it from the top? Uh, You can, but I know you fade out these songs and it gets better as it goes. Okay, so So, I will do that. You want me to take it from- About a minute. A minute? Minute 17 is where I have A minute 17, okay. Yep. John, thank you for being here. Thank you. This is from the album Breakaway, and I'm queuing it right up to a minute 17. And there it is. Here we go.